broadcasting from a transmitter as powerful as a hairdryer. Hey, we got it on high. This is Live 95, Coleman's independent radio, WRJMLP, Coleman. It's an exclusive presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. Malin's going to call us on number. He's got a hole 20, 25, 30. Malin in the open field, 40. Malin across midfield. They're not going to catch him. Malin to the 30, to the 20. Malin's all alone at the 10. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders. Fear up the right side. Can he get in? He's in. Touchdown, Eagles. This is Friday Night Live, Season 10. Hall lines up in the backfield. They send the man around. It's going to be a jet sweep. He takes it off the right side. Got a hole. Great Cuts down to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown. Right back to the handoff, and it's going to be a touchdown from Hansel Bulldogs. It's time for Friday Night Live. From Coleman Community Radio. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. The Coleman Bearcats, riding a wave of a thrilling two-game winning streak, are looking to extend their newfound momentum. Standing in their way are the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils, a team that has only suffered one loss this season showcasing their sheer talent. Get ready for a gridiron battle that promises suspense, skill, and sheer determination as these two powerhouses collide in a contest that will undoubtedly leave us on the edge of our seats. This is high school football at its finest. This is Friday Night Live Season 10 on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Friday Night Live is brought to you in part by K&K Logging, Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer of State Farm, Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Automotive Service, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Coleman Appliance Repair, Happy Homes Real Estate, Adam Aker and Mitch Smith Chevrolet, Coleman Electric Co-op, Odin's Auto Glass, and my team, the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. Hello again, everybody. I'm Tommy Warhurst. Welcome to Jimmy Trotter Stadium here in Kimberly, Alabama, on the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School, as we get set for Friday Night Live, the 19th meeting between the Coleman Bearcats and the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. The first meeting came... Back on October the 10th of 1924, the Bearcats won that game and, in fact, would go on and win seven in a row before the two teams would tie. These two teams did not play each other from 1947 to 1999. Coleman is 13-4 versus Mortimer Jordan, and the Bearcats won last year in dramatic form, 26-24. to Will we have another fantastic finish? We'll find out shortly. When we come back, we'll welcome my brother Daniel into the booth and take a closer look at Coleman and Mortimer Jordan when the Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet pregame drive continues here on Season 10 of Friday Night Live on the Coleman 
County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. In business for over 20 years, KN K-logging can handle all your forestry needs, from clear-cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Coleman's Live 95. 95.5. Welcome back to Jimmy Trotter Stadium on the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School. The Coleman County Sports Network here on Coleman's Live 95. Welcome back in to the Adam Aker and Mitch Smith Chevrolet pregame drive. The Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils are off to their best start since 2018. They play in 6A Region 5, and they come in 4-1 and with impressive wins over Leeds, Woodlawn, Springville, and Gardenville. They're averaging 41 points a game, only giving up 29. The Blue Devils are coached by Dustin Good in his 11th season here at Mortimer Jordan. Overall, the Blue Devils are 425 wins, 518 losses, and 31 ties. That's a 45% winning percentage. They played their first football game back in 1920. I welcome Daniel into the booth setting to my left. Daniel, a lot of history here behind the name of the school, and some great athletes have come through here as well. Yes, you got that right. The school was actually named after Captain Mortimer Harvey Jordan, a commanding officer of Company K, the 167th Infantry, and the 42nd Rainbow Division of the Alabama Army National Guard. Captain Jordan was mortally wounded while his sector, leading his sector in battle, in 1918, and he is buried in Arlington National Cemetery. There's a lot of military pride here at Mortimer Jordan, and there's a lot of athletes that come through Mortimer Jordan as well. It's the home of Peter Tom Willis, 
1986 graduate who went on to play quarterback at Florida State University in 1989. He led the Seminoles to 10 wins, including a Fiesta Bowl win over Nebraska and set all kinds of records at FSU. He was drafted by the Chicago Bears, and from 1998 to 2008, he was a radio commentator for the FSU Football Network, and that's where us all, all us great high school college athletes end up, isn't that right? Yeah, as, as the color guy. Yeah. <laughs> the Blue Devils kind of run an old school pro style offense, or maybe what I could refer to as a West Coast style offense. They're going to have a tight end, they're going to have a couple of wide receivers, either one either side, or they're going to line up in a slot. They're going to do it from the shotgun, though, with either two backs or a single back. The Coleman Bearcats come into tonight's game riding a two-game winning streak after the homecoming win last week over Lee of Huntsville. And two weeks ago, our last time to see these Bearcats, they had a big region win, 21-14 at Decatur. Coleman comes in 3-2 and two overall. They're averaging 20 points a game, giving up 26. They're coached by Danny Stiff in his first season at Coleman. The Bearcats are 13-4 and four overall against the Blue Devils. They're 8-2 and two on the road here at Mortimer Jordan since the first team in 1915. The Bearcats are 622, 412, and 33 overall. When we come back, we'll visit with head coach Danny Stiff and take a closer look at tonight's game between the Bearcats and the Blue Devils here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, It's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256-727-6550. Or budgetblinds.com slash call I'm here with head coach Danny Stiff. Coach, two big wins in a row. Talk a little bit about the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, you know, kind of like two weeks ago when we talked, it was really about building momentum, having the right practice habits, and translating to Friday night. Um, so that's really, we've had a great week of practice. So, you know, trying to keep building on what we've been, you know, getting better and better every game all year long and really kind of trying to build this thing toward the playoffs. So hopefully tonight just is another part of that. 
It seems like last week was probably the most complete game your team has played all season with a 40-7 win over Lee. Talk a little bit about last week. Yeah, definitely for a half of football, it was our best half of football. Um, you know, some miscues, maybe a lack of uh, focus in the second half just on some things. Um, but playing a team like that, this is this is a tougher week this week because this, this offense we're playing is really, really good. Probably the best offense we've played. So, um, you know, offensively, for us, we need to protect the ball, you know, have longer drives, really, you know, keep their offense off the field. And when they get out there, try to get some stops and three and outs to where they're not they can't get any kind of rhythm on offense because they got a really really good running back and a really really good quarterback that's got a couple good receivers so um it's it's a challenge for you coach what's going to take for the bearcats to get out of here with a win tonight um good clean offensive game where we're controlling the football um we're scoring points we're not turning the ball over and then defensively we've got to do this quarterback's really good if you know what he knows what you're in so um, we got to stop the run um, people play gap sound and we can't, we gotta have enough hats, you know, in the pass game too and not just load everybody in on the run and, um, bunch of different looks, bunch of different disguises and just not ever let them know what we're in and, and hopefully, um, you know, fool them into either throwing us one or, or not knowing what he's doing, getting sacked and just, um, keeping them contained and making them beat us and not beat ourselves. Coach, thanks for your time. Best of luck tonight. All right. Thank you, man. Coleman Electric Cooperative's mission is to make life better in the communities we serve. That starts by providing reliable, affordable electricity, while our Sprout Fiber Internet service delivers blazing fast broadband internet to homes, schools, and businesses. Coleman Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of student-athletes, cheerleaders, and band members who work hard every day to make their families and community proud. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance or by phone, 256-735-4184, 256-735-4184. H&S Appliance Outlet, a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio. Hey, Coleman drivers, are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks, Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? Welcome back to Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. Daniel, we just heard from Coleman head coach Danny Stiff, and it sounds like he wants to keep doing things he's been doing. Keep doing things he's been doing, get better, and keep feeding Big LJ Turner, Jackson Sessions, and Wyatt Buchanan. Tanner Gaines continues to improve and get his game speed back coming back from his injury, and uh, he's finding his playmakers in Turner, Sessions, and Buchanan. And we can't forget number 88, Cooper Ogstad. In the two games we've done this season, he's had some critical 
And if I can remember correctly, game ceiling catches. They'll need the best effort from each of these guys tonight, and the, into- the entire team really needs to play as a whole team. Uh, Mortimer Jordan looks good, and keep your ears open for a big special teams play tonight. Mortimer Jordan gave up a 98-yard kickoff return on the opening kickoff last week against Woodlawn, and Woodlawn was able to block an extra point attempt. And we know we've talked about it already this year. Coach Stiff likes to put his best players on special teams because that's very important. And so listen for some big plays tonight in the special teams. It is going to be a good one. An exciting atmosphere here at Jimmy Trotter Stadium in Kimberly, Alabama. I did Mortimer Jordan High School football games as a game of the week back in the early 90s on WLBI FM out of Birmingham. We were at the old campus location on the roof of the old press box over there. This is a brand new stadium, and boy, Jefferson County's building them nice now. The turf is every other color, darker shade of green. The big MJ logo out at the 50-yard line, dark blue outlined in white. The end zone to your right is blue and reads Blue Devils in white. The end zone to your left is blue and reads Jordan. And... I know a lot of times when we're talking games, we always talk about my accolades, what I did in basketball, yes. what I did in football. <laughs> but the old stadium you were talking about yep. was your first high school varsity touchdown over at the old Mortimer Jordan Stadium. That's where you scored your first touchdown. It was a 45-yard halfback pass from James Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I remember yep. it because I was in the eighth grade and I was wide open on the other yep. side. I <laughs> Yeah, just messing with you, but remember that to this day. I yeah, remember for Mortimer sure. Jordan. The captains for Mortimer Jordan, Jalen Dudley, Joseph Brown, Roshad Roden, and Daniel Reeves. The captains for the Colvin Bearcats are Jackson Sessions, Carson Starnes, Nick Holland, and Tanner Gaines. Mortimer Jordan dressed in their home royal blue jerseys, white numbers. They've got two white stripes across the top of the shoulder and the number on the side of the shoulder. The trousers are white with two blue stripes. The headgear is white with the number inside a blue oval on the side. Your Coleman Bearcats, white tops and white bottoms. The numbers are black outlined in gold. The hats are gold with a white and black stripe down the center. Mortimer Jordan won the toss, and they wanted the football first. They'll be moving from left to right as you listen here. This has been the Adam Aker Mitzbiss Chevrolet pregame drive as we get sent for kickoff now of Friday Night Live Season 10 here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95 WRJM LP Coleman, Alabama. And I'll tell you a little something about their offense. If they won the toss, most teams defer nowadays. They said, no, we want the ball. LRB kicks it away for the Bearcats. It's a short kick. Taken at the 25. Oh, no, a big hole. Up to the 43-yard line. Scamper Sean Taylor. Daniel, he found a seam and burst right through it. Yeah, that was a short kick. He caught it at about the 25-yard line, and he just got two blocks about the 30, and I thought he was gone. If it wasn't for a couple of Bearcats grabbing a hold of him late, he would have took that one all the way to the house. So that's where the Blue Devils will put it in play. First and 10 for their own 42-yard line. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel tonight. The game of the week. Coleman and Mortimer Jordan here on Coleman's Live 95's Friday Night Live. The Blue Devils will start with trips to the left side. The running back is Terrence Gaines. Garrett Ames is the quarterback. 
Flair pass out on the left side to Maldonado. Maldonado is in to Bearcat territory down to the 46-yard line. So that's an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down on the first play for Mortimer Jordan. And they're, they're already, already fast. That's what I was about to say. They're already back up on the line. That was just a quick screen to Maldonado. And here's another pass on the outside. Looks like that one's to Aaron Lynn. Quick hitch on the outside to Lynn. There's a penalty flag on the play. So we'll check this one out. Just saw a Tennessee scout walk in, Daniel. Who's he here to see him? Huh. Is it Ames? A lot, a lot of talk about Garrett Ames and his quarterback play. And that's going to be illegal substitution. So Mortimer Jordan must have had 12 men on the field by the time they run that play. So the penalty will back the Blue Devils up into their own territory at their own 49. It'll be first and 15 there for Mortimer Jordan. Where did he go up in the booth? The Tennessee scout? He may have slipped up in the booth, okay. yeah. Here's a handoff on the left side. Going to the left is Gaines. He squirts through for three or four for the Bearcats. Knock him down to the turf. Mayhair was the first one to get a paw on him right back near the original line of scrimmage. He'll be a yard short. It'll be second down and 11 now for Mortimer Jordan. And we've heard a lot about the running back Gaines for Mortimer Jordan, and that's the first time he's carried the ball tonight. And here they are back up on the line of scrimmage again. Two receivers right, one left. The tight ends in a wing to the right side. Ames to throw. Look at downfield. Everybody's covered. He's going to run. Oh. He drops the football. He dropped the football on the turf. <laughs> oh, wow. He picked it back up, but he's going to lose about five or six yards. Reed Bradbury was right there trying to scoop it up, but he was able to make the tackle back on Ames way back at the 47-yard line. And that's a, a good thing for the Bearcats that he did drop that football because when he broke contain on the left side of the line of scrimmage, there was nobody on that side of the field. He would have picked easily picked up the first down and maybe even more and he just dropped the football so here's a long third down third and 17 for Mortimer Jordan from their own 47 no score just underway first quarter Bearcats and Blue Devils here's Ames pressure from the Cats pass is complete across the middle short of the first down though completed out there to Tossie but, boy, pressure in the backfield from Bradbury and a lick in the secondary, too, Daniel. Yes, it was. That was Tyler Brock. <laughs> he caught the ball. He put a lick on him, and he's four yards shy of the first down. Fourth and four. Mortimer Jordan lines up like they're going to go for it. Hard snap count, but nobody on the Bearcat side moved. We're going to see what they do. They shift out now five wide. Still trying to draw the Cats off sides. Good discipline D from that four-man front up there for Coleman. It's fourth and four from the Coleman 39-yard line. Ames looking to the sideline waiting for the play call. And they'll take a timeout to think about this one. We'll take a quick one with them as well. No score. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you? 
matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to Jimmy Trotter Stadium on the campus of Board of Jordan High School. Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network. It is fourth down and three for Mortimer Jordan from the Coleman 39-yard line. They are going to shift back in punt formation now. Sessions will drop back to receive this one. Heels on his own five-yard line. High snap, hauled in, kick gets away. A short-legged kick from Ames, but a lot of hang time. Sessions has to call for a fair catch back at the seven. Yes, that ball went up, went over the top of the lights and <laughs> stayed above the lights <laughs> and then come back down. That's a beautiful, beautiful kick, hang time, and it looks like he caught that. Where are they going to mark that down? At the 10? Yes, right at the 10-yard line. So good, good punt. So the first time we've seen the Bearcat offense tonight, they'll have it first and 10 from their own 10-yard line. They'll come out with four wide. Gay and Ogstad split to the left side. Two receivers to the right. Turner in the backfield with Gaines. Gaines turns to his right, fires out to Buchanan. Buchanan gets five, six yards, pushed out of bounds right about the 17-yard line. And just a quick pass outside to Buchanan. He had a, another receiver. It looks like that was... Ogstad out there blocking for him. He picks up six or seven quick yards, and here they are back on the line of scrimmage. Both these teams are getting up to the line after every play. Six-yard gain for the Bearcats now. Working right to left as you listen. Second down and four from their own 16-yard line. It's Turner straight ahead. Big hole. Turner's got a first down spinning across the 25, driving his legs up to the 27-yard line is L.J. Turner. That's an animaker. Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down. Uh, there's nothing fancy about that one. That's just L.J. Turner off right guard. He had a huge hole at the line of scrimmage, broke through, broke a tackle from a linebacker, and then put a spin move on the safety when he come up to hit him. That's a good-looking run by L.J. Turner. I know he's not the athlete, but, boy, he sure looks like a 34 that wore 34 at <laughs> Macadora High School years ago in the 80s. Here's first and 10. For the Bearcats now from their own 27-yard line. Twins either side. Gains to throw from the shotgun across the middle. Oh, it's picked off, and it is picked off by Norma Jordan. It's in the hands of Jaden Dudley. Dudley's back to the 20, 15, 10, 5, stumbling, and down at the 2-yard line. The pass from Gaines went through a hand of another Mortimer Jordan defender that was tipped, and Daniel went right into the hands of Dudley. Yeah, it looked like the linebacker for Jordan went up. Maybe that was number 25, Baker Armstrong, went up to get it, went through his hands, and that just put enough, when he tipped it, put enough bounce on the ball to go over the Coleman receiver and then right into the hands of Jaden Dudley, and he made some great moves up the far sideline and cut it back to the middle, and I thought he was taking it all the way into the end zone. Somebody grabbed him by a shoestring and brought him down at the one or the two. So now it's first and goal for Jordan after the turnover by the Bearcats. Everybody packed in tight on that defensive line. Straight ahead. 
to Terrence Gaines, a running back, and he's going to be stopped just shy of the goal line. Just a little lead play off the right side, and I don't think you can barely see a blade of grass between the end of the football and the goal line, so it's going to be second and about two inches, and you could see Gaines that time doing the, the play to the coaches on the side where they roll their hands saying, run it again, run it again. Second down and goal now. It is the same play. Gaines ahead into the end zone for the Blue Devil touchdown. Exactly same play, just a lead off the left side that time, and I don't think anybody touched him till he was in the E of the Blue Devils in that end zone. So a costly turnover by the Bearcats leads to six points for Mortimer Jordan. Point after attempt now from Jonah Boyd. Aims to hold. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is up and good. 7.32 left in the first. Mortimer Jordan leads Coleman 7 to nothing. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As the leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920. And I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338177. at Jimmy Trotter Stadium in Kimberly. Boy, a packed house on the Mortimer Jordan side. A good crowd across the way from Coleman, too. A few empty seats across the way. We're glad you're with us here on Coleman's Live 95 for Friday Night Live. Wow. Kickoff from Bird goes into the end zone. So the Bearcats will get it at their own 20. Don't see that too much in high school football, or we haven't seen it much this year at all. But if you got a kicker that can put it in the end zone, that's where I'd put it every single time. So the last possession saw the Bearcats move the ball for a first down, then a pick. Put Mortimer Jordan first and goal from the two-yard line. We'll see what the Bearcats come out with here. First and ten from their own 20-yard line. Receivers either side. Pistol formation with Gaines and Turner. Holland comes in motion to the near side. This will be Turner trying to get to the left corner. He's hit outside, pushed out of bounds that time by Mortimer Jordan. Dudley out there with the stop on the outside along with DeAndre Williams. Yeah, that was a great stop that time by DeAndre Williams. He, from his defensive end, outside linebacker position, he just kept getting wide, getting wide, and didn't let Turner get the corner on him, and then he had help from the inside coming, so that's a great team defense, and just shutting off the outside that time by the Blue Devils. 7 to nothing, Mortimer Jordan, seven minutes left to go here. Opening quarter, second down and ten for Coleman from their own 20. Gaines to Turner. Gets a block from Buchanan. Turner fights his way up near the 30-yard line. If they give him the 30, it'll be a first down. It's going to be close. Yeah, it looked like to here he went across the 30-yard line. Let's see where he puts the ball down. He does put it down at the 30, and it is a 
Adam Aker, Mick Smith Chevrolet, first down drive. Boy, look at that big orange moon coming up over the <laughs> trees off in the distance. Full moon tonight. Great night for high school football. Glad you're with us here on the Coleman County Sports Network. Bearcats and Blue Devils here on Coleman's Live 95. First and 10 for Coleman. Pass out in the flat for Ogstad. A little bit behind him, a little bit low. It goes incomplete. Yeah, it looked like Ogstad was running just a simple little 10-yard curl route. And he curled to the inside, and the ball was, like you said, low and behind him about a six-yard. Looked like he was throwing a five- or six-yard out route that time. So it might have been a little confusion between quarterback and receiver there. Second down and ten for the Cats now from their own 30. Working right to left as you listen. Twins to the right side. And twins left. Pistol formation with Turner and Gaines. Four-man front for Mortimer Jordan. Turner again. Tripped mm. at the line of scrimmage. Falls forward up to about the 33. DeAndre Williams got a hand on him and tripped him up for Mortimer Jordan. And it looked like Turner had a big hole that time. The left side of the Bearcat offensive line parted the sea. And like you said, DeAndre Williams was able to just dive in there and get a foot of Turner's and able to trip him up. But there was a hole. Play gains three yards. It's third down and seven for Coleman from their own 33-yard line. We'll send two receivers either side. Turner will stand to the right of Gaines from the shotgun. Gay will come in motion from right to left. Gaines looking downfield, fires. Ogstad makes a catch at the 41 to the 45 and up to the 46-yard line is Ogstad. He'll have an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down. And that time they were exactly on the same page. Ogstad had the same route, about a 10-yard curl. And that time Gaines put it on him, and he was able to catch it and be in motion at the same time, running to the inside, and he picked up eight or nine more yards. First and ten, Coleman now from their own 47-yard line. Split backs, three receivers now for the Bearcats. One with Jordan showing blitz. They're coming. Gaines fires it out into the flat to Gay. Gay makes a catch, 49, breaks a tackle, 50, across the 45 to the 40, runs over a blue (laughs) devil and down to the 37-yard line is Preston Gay. That's another Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down for Coleman. And that time Gay came in motion in the backfield, and when the ball was snapped, he just ran a quick little out pattern. Gaines found it, put it on him quick, and he was able to make a guy miss and then run over a Blue Devil at about the 41. First and 10 for Coleman now from the Mortimer Jordan 38-yard line. Receivers either side, pistol formation. We send Buchanan in motion for right to left. He's going to block for Turner. Turner across the line of scrimmage and down to about the 33-yard line. About a five-yard carry that time for L.J. Turner. And that was a big hole on the right side that time. The Bearcat offensive line has been opening up some holes. Turner was able to hit that one with a full head of steam. And like you said, picked up five five big yards. It's going to be second and about five here. So good-looking run. Second and five from the Mortimer Jordan 33-yard line. Fans on their feet here for the defense. Ellaby in motion to the right. He's going to block for Turner. Turner across the 30, lowers his head, and gets down to maybe the 28-yard line. Right there, real close to the first down marker again, Daniel. Yes, it'll be depending on the spot. It's going to be a right foot or a left foot spot. And they're going to say that is another Mitch Smith Chevrolet Adam Aker drive for a first down. First and 10 for the Bearcats, and they're driving now. From the Blue Devil 28-yard line. 
Ogstad and Gay are going to come split to the left. Buchanan, the lone receiver, to the right. Collins, the wing on the left side. Pistol formation with Turner and Gaines. Turner. Up the middle, hit right at the line of scrimmage and nowhere to go. He's driven backwards as DeAndre Williams, Daniel, was sitting in the hole waiting on him. Yeah, DeAndre Williams, 6'1", 200 pounds. <laughs> when him and L.J. Turner hit, he didn't give an inch. And he just wrapped him up and pushed him back. They blew the whistle. Didn't have to take him to the ground. He wasn't going anywhere else. They will give him the line of scrimmage, though, so... Gave him forward progress, so it's going to be second and ten now. Second down and ten for Coleman from the Mortimer Jordan 28-yard line. Blue Devils lead it 7-0, 240 left to go here opening quarter. Game of the week here on Coleman's Live 95. Jordan showing blitz. Here they come. Gaines gets good protection high into the end zone. Oxtad's there, but Ooh. cannot make the catch at his arm stretched out. Pass just goes incomplete. Oh, he led him maybe about a yard too much. Oxted was coming to the pylon, kind of did a post corner, and he was coming back to the pylon, and he just led him about a yard too much. He wasn't able to get a hand on it. Going to bring up third and ten now from the 28. Mortimer Jordan leads seven to nothing after the interception. Mortimer Jordan got the ball first. Bearcats held him. Got a first down and threw a pick. Jordan returned it to the two and scored two plays later. That's where we are. Seven to nothing. Mortimer Jordan. Two thirty left to go. First quarter. Here's Coleman. Third and ten from the Jordan twenty-eight. Gains in trouble. Has to run. He does to the twenty-five. To the twenty. Lowers his head and gets down to the eighteen-yard line. And looks like they're going to spot that one right about the nineteen. So they're going to say his knee went down at the nineteen. And that's going to be fourth and one now for the Bearcats. So here comes the Bearcat package. You see Samuel Mayher coming in there. Jackson Sessions in there. Tyler Brock's in there. It's Sessions. Gaines tripped as he handed the ball off, and I don't know if Sessions is able to get the first down. It looks like from the way the line judge on the far side walked up. Okay. It looks like Session went around the right side. We couldn't see where he went to but I know Gaines as he was trying to hand him the football was being tackled in the backfield and there is a flag down on the far side. They're already moving the sticks so it's going to be a first down regardless if it was by the play or by the penalty. We haven't got a call yet from the from the referee. And here it comes. Offsides against the Blue Devils. So that'll be the five yards we didn't need but the one. And it will be a Mitch Smith and Adam Aker drive for a first down. First and ten for Coleman now. From the Monoma Jordan 14-yard line. Twins right, one receiver left. Pistol formation with Turner and Gaines. And flags again. Defense may have lined up offsides again, and they did. Exactly. You got to get put your hand down. You got to look in at that football, and you got to know where you are. I mean, if you looking, you see your offsides. You can back up. You just can't stay there for the duration until the ball snapped. But that's a costly penalty. That's two times. That's ten yards. They've given the Bearcats makes it first and five for Coleman from the Blue Devil nine yard line. Games 
Going to hand it to Turner. Turner fights his way down to the five. Good drive right here for the Colvin Bearcats. It started at their own 10-yard line. Yeah, we, no, it didn't. It started on the 20. The 10 was the last one where they threw the interception. That, that's right. We started on the, the 20 here after the kickoff. Yes, and now we've got the Blue Devils trying to... We caught them with 12, 13 guys on the field. And it looks like Sessions took that one into the end zone. And it is touchdown Bearcats. Yep, Mortimer Jordan was trying to change players. Coleman didn't substitute, went fast, and caught him with a bunch of blue jerseys on the field. And it won't matter as... Jackson Sessions takes it into the end zone for the Bearcat touchdown. What an impressive 80-yard drive there from the Cats. Yes, it was. We mixed in some some run and some pass, and we got down here to the goal line. We just went to the bread and butter, got it to Turner a couple of times, and that time Sessions just took it off the right side. Garrett Bobley on due attempt to point after. Kick is up, and it's good. With 121 left to go in the first, we're tied at seven. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Coleman Bearcats get on the board and tie this one up at 7 with a minute 21 left to go here in the first quarter. Welcome back to Friday Night Live on Coleman's Live 95. This is season 10 of Friday Night Live. Hard to believe we've been doing this for 10 years in Coleman, Alabama, but boy... We're honored to do it and glad to be here tonight to paint the picture of Coleman and Mortimer Jordan for you on the Friday Night Live Game of the Week. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. And it looks like the illegal participation penalty that drew against Mortimer Jordan when we scored, they're enforcing on the kickoff now. So we're kicking off from the 45. Kick going to be taken at the 10 by Maldonado. 15-20. Maldonado back to the 25 and stopped there by the Bearcats. Isaac Jones in on the stop there for the Cats, along with Jackson Ernest. And that's something we noticed last night watching the high school football game. They scored. There was a 15-yard penalty, and they accepted the penalty, got the touchdown, and got to take the penalty, too. And, you know, used to, you either had to take the penalty or take the play, but nowadays they're letting you take the play and take the penalty. So here's first and 10 for Mortimer Jordan now for their own 25-yard line. Ames going to keep it himself, run across the 30, up to the 33, still falling forward across the 35, and it looks like he's going to have an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down. Yeah, that was just a little quarterback keeper. He didn't even... Got the snap. He didn't even act like he was going to try to pass it. He took the snap, put his foot in the ground, and just went right behind his center, made a couple of guys miss, and then carried a couple of Bearcats for a couple of yards. He don't run a lot, but when he does, he can be effective. It's first and ten for Mortimer Jordan now for their own 35. Catch with a four-man front. Straight ahead running from Terrence Gaines to running back for Mortimer Jordan. He punches it out to near the 39-yard line. Quarterback for Coleman is Tanner Gaines. 
Running back for Mortimer Jordan is Terrence Gaines. <laughs> yeah. That time, Terrence just went straight off the right guard. Full head of steam, and he ran into a wall. Number 33, Ben Conway, and number 45, Jack Cabri held him up. He only picked up a couple of yards at that play. Second down and seven for Mortimer Jordan now from their own 38-yard line. Eight seconds left, first quarter. It's going to be Gaines straight ahead. He's got a hole, 45-50 into Bearcat territory down to the 47-yard line is Terrence Gaines. That's good enough for an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down. And that'll be the end of the first quarter. After one, we're tied at seven between the Blue Devils and the Bearcats. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors, we're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property, we're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor, you're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen, you make it home. Welcome back to Jimmy Trotter Stadium on the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School in Kimberly, Alabama. We're about halfway between Hayden and Gardendale. As you drive down Interstate 65, about there where the old Hallmark Plantation is. There on the right, get off there, go back to the left, wind back through some subdivisions, and that's where you'll find Mortimer Jordan High School. Beautiful setting here tonight for football. We're tied at 7 as the second quarter gets underway. It is second and 10 for Mortimer Jordan. They give it to Gaines. He gets across the 45 and down to the 44-yard line. Couple of Bearcats in on the stop there. Yep, and we're going to get Tyler a penalty. Tyler Brock was there along with Ben Conway. Daniel, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to get a penalty. They're going to call that one on Carson Starnes after the play was over. Him and a, a Blue Devil kind of got into a little jawing back and forth. And they, they always say you don't hit you hit first you don't hit back because when you hit back you get caught he got shoved and he shoved the blue devil back and what the referee saw was him shoving the blue devil the second time that's going to be a 15 yard unsportsmanlike penalty against the bearcats and that'll put the ball on the 27 yard line so a huge penalty for the bearcats puts the ball deep in bearcat territory as daniel said at the coleman 27 yard line just underway, second quarter tied at seven. Ames in the shotgun with Gaines to his right. Handoff coming back the other way to Gaines. He's going to be stopped about the 25-yard line. Cameron Myers on the stop. 
for Coleman. Another penalty flag on the field right about the 25-yard line. We'll check the flag. He's facing the other way, so it's going to be against Mortimer Jordan. That's going to be a hold against Jordan, and that'll be 10 yards from the 25. The 26 going to put it down on the 36-yard line, so that's a big penalty against Jordan. Good break for the Bearcats right there. Makes it first down and 18 now for Mortimer Jordan from the Coleman 38-yard line, 36-yard line. 11-15 left to go, first half, tied at seven. Not a region game, but both of these teams trying to keep their winning streaks going and tune up for a playoff run. Both of them in 6A. Boom. <laughs> Here's Gaines down to the 35, hit hard there by the Bearcats. First one in there looked like Trenton Clemens. Trenton Clemens and also Reed Bradbury come in and put the lick on Gaines. And he goes down. Ball's on the 35. First down marker is at the 18. Second down and 17 for the Blue Devils now. From the Coleman 35-yard line. Working right to left now here in the second quarter. Trips right, two receivers left. Ames, quick pass. At the 29, it is complete. And down to about the 26-yard line is Aaron Lynn. He picks up about 10, but that'll make it third down at about 7, Daniel. Yeah, he was the... They had trips to the far side. He was the inside closest to the quarterback receiver, and he just ran a three-yard little curl pattern. And Gaines got it on him quick, and he was able to turn right around and pick up about seven, eight, like you said, almost ten yards. But the pass got to him so quick. Third down and eight for Mortimer Jordan now. Trips to the left side. Running back is Gaines to the right of Ames. Scrambling. Bearcats have him in trouble. He's going to be sacked back at the 31-yard line. Don't know if Conway was the one that got a paw on him or if it might have been Jack Cabri. They were both in the area. Both in the area, and they just frustrated him enough. He tried to break out to the right side, and when he did, he lost his footing. Or like you said, one of those two guys got a hand on him and tripped him up. So it's fourth down, and it looks like 14 now for the Blue Devils from the 31-yard line. No sign they're going to... Try a field goal. They're going for this one. And at the last moment, uh, he's going to make number five right here come out of the ball game. Uh, equipment, something having to do with his pants. If your pants don't come down over your knees, they will make you come out of the game till you fix that. The side judge called it, and they had to bring number two off the field. Sean Taylor replaced by Micah Gatson. Here's Ames. Looking across the middle, fires, almost picked Ooh. off. It went right into the hands of Tyler Brock, and it was too hot for Brock to hang on to. But good thing, though, because he saved himself and his team about 15 yards. Exactly right. If you're ever going to drop a interception, drop one on fourth down, 30 yards down the field, because that way you get it where the line of scrimmage was. So it'll be first down, Bearcats at the 31, but... Never want to intentionally drop one. Of course, no. I never did either. And I know they used to say that, oh, you can drop that one. It's fourth down. No, nah, I'm trying to catch everything that's in the air. So yep. <laughs> I ain't thinking about what down it is. <laughs> First and 10 for Coleman now from their own 31-yard line. Tied at seven with nine minutes left to go here in the first half. 
Bearcats working left to right. Pistol formation with Turner and Gaines. Turner again. Big hole. He punches this one for eight yards up to the 38-yard line. Man, he hits that hole with some authority. Got a head head of steam, and he don't slow down. He runs over you if you're at the line of scrimmage and you're in his way. He lowered his head that time, and like you said, picked up eight yards. And I don't see the flag, but there must be one on the far side of the field as we've got the line judge and the referee having a conversation at the 30 now. And now they're talking to Coach Stiff on the far side. Not sure what the call is. We'll wait for the official call from the head referee. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our Internet connection. For the Coleman County Sports Network, Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077 Cyber Broadband, providing high-speed Internet to a rural Coleman County, most of downtown and the industrial park since 2004. I think that was an illegal participation. They must have had 12 men on the field, so they move it up five yards. Makes it first and five for the Bearcats now on an Adamaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down. Here's Turner again, nowhere to go. He stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. DeAndre Williams was the first Blue Devil to hit him along with Jaden Walker. Yeah, they tried to run the little counter play. Gaines takes the snap and kind of rolls like he's rolling to the right and they bring LJ Turner underneath him coming back to the left side. It's worked a couple of times tonight. That time they sniffed that one out. Second down and four for Coleman now from their own 37-yard line. Four-man front from Mortimer Jordan up there. Two receivers either side for the Cats. Pistol formation with Turner and Gaines. Turner again. Ooh, Can't get around the left side. Got back to the line of scrimmage. And he was wrapped up out there quickly by last week's player of the game for Mortimer Jordan, Baker Armstrong. He was honored before tonight's game for his performance last week. I think 10 tackles against Woodlawn. 10 tackles and 3 tackles for a loss last week against Woodlawn. So not one you want to run at. No. <laughs> Try to run around him if you can. Here's third down and two for Coleman from their own 39-yard line. Tied at seven. Pistol formation. Turner again. He's going to be close to the marker. I think he's going to have it by about a yard. They're going to put him down at the 42-yard line. He does. That is an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down. Yes, it is. And, okay, I said it was a legal participation while ago. That's what I thought the signal from the referee was, but it actually was failure to wear required equipment. Okay. So that was the five-yard penalty, and it might have been why they brought number two off on this side a while ago. So learn something new tonight. First and ten for Coleman now from their own 42-yard line. We're tied at seven. Seven minutes left to go first half. Pass out in the flat to Gay. Gay runs it up to near the 45-yard line. About a three-yard pitch and catch from Gaines to Gay. Yeah, had trips to the far side, and Gay was the farthest receiver. Closest to the sideline, he just stepped back. Another two receivers blocked for him. He picked up three or four yards, and that probably was a mouthpiece. Mouthpiece is a required piece of equipment you have to wear in high school football, and if a player doesn't have his mouthpiece in, that is a penalty. Second down and seven for the Bearcats now from their own 45-yard line. Holland in motion to the left side. Turner again. He's carried the load so far tonight for the Cats. He punches this one up to near the 49-yard line, a gain of about four. 
They'll mark him down about two yards, maybe three yards, shy of the first down. And that's another just straight lead play. Gaines is in the shotgun, takes a snap, hands it to Turner on the left or the right, and he follows the guard or the tackle, depending on which way he's going. And he hits the hole full speed. And it looks like it is going to be about three yards. It'll be third down and three. Ogstad looks like he's going to be split left. Holland's going to go to that side as the wing. Colton Borden checks in. He'll be on a slot to the near side with Buchanan. And play clock's running down. Bearcats are going to take a timeout. 5.44 left to go here in the first half. Tied at 7 on the Coleman County Sports Network. Friday Night Live's Game of the Week. Coleman and Mortimer Jordan. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. And you know, as we've done games all across Coleman County the last few years, we talk about hospitality. <laughs> and in the county of Coleman, West Point High School's cheerleader moms have usually been the best as far as bringing food to the press box. Tonight, yeah, they were outdone big time by the faculty here at Mortimer Jordan. They were outdone by the faculty, and I'd like to think I had a little bit to play in this because as we were doing our scouting here Thursday, the principal let us know, hey, we're coming by the culinary division, and I asked him about a coach, my high school basketball coach, Mike Dutton. He said, his daughter is the culinary teacher. Here, here, let me let you talk to her. So she comes out. I got to meet her. Coach Dutton was one of my favorite all-time favorite coaches in any sport I've ever had and she invited us to their tailgate party and they had you talk about a spread chili taco soup chicken curry they had desserts they had uh grilled cheese peanut butter Reese cupcake cupcakes cookies (laughs) wow great hospitality thank you to Mr. Reeves and to Miss Clay and the whole gang there for your hospitality tonight here, welcoming us into Mormon Jordan. Tied at 7, 544. Left to go first half. Here's third and three for the Bearcats now. Sessions on the left side. Puts his head down. He's got the first down and more. Sessions deeper into Blue Devil territory down to the 42-yard line. That is an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down. That's a great run that time by Sessions. He took it off the left side, and he was hit about two yards shy of the first down marker, and he was able to spin and do a little 360 and keep his legs moving and pick up the rest and about six yards more. So that's a great, great run from number two, Jackson Sessions. First and ten for the Bearcats now. For the Blue Devil, 43-yard line. 535 left to go first half. We're tied at seven. Split backs around Gaines. Gaines to throw. Looking left for Ogstad. He's covered. Going to go across the middle to Buchanan. Pass is complete for an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down at the 33-yard line. Well, that was a great job that time by Gaines. He bought some time, rolled to his left. He was looking deep for Ogstad, and Ogstad was covered and dragging across the middle. It was actually Holland that he hit. It was Nick Holland, and he waited and waited until he passed the linebacker, and then he dropped it in before the next coverage man could get over there. That's a great job by the quarterback, Tanner Gaines. First and 10 for Coleman now from the Monument Jordan 33-yard line. Clock still running. Five minutes to go first half. We're tied at seven. Gaines going to roll to his right now. Pressure coming. Oh, it's a screen. It's to Holland at the 33. Holland to the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. They're not going to catch him. Oh, maybe they do at the last second. Yeah, I thought he was going to get in the end zone untouched, and somebody hit him at the 2, and I hope he went out of bounds before he fumbled the football forward out of the back of the end zone. Yeah, they're marking him out at the 2, but okay. 
that I was about to say it's all coming back because there's a flag on the 10 and I saw it come out, but actually that was somebody's towel. Okay. So the ball is marked. It looks like at the two-yard line it'll be first down Bearcats. They are having a conversation back here, the referee, the side judge, and the back judge. If he stepped out of bounds before he fumbled the football, he was reaching his arm out trying to get to the pylon. Uh If he stepped out of bounds first... And it looks like he did. Yes, it's going to stay. So it's going to be first and goal, Coleman from the three. Bearcat formation, and the Cats move. It was going left, and we got a little bit of a head start in there in the backfield. Yeah, and I don't know if that was on on a sound or a noise because it wasn't just one guy. It wasn't just the fullback. It was the fullback, the left tackle, the right, the right guard. <laughs> Two or three guys thought it was all on the same same count and they were just a little bit early. So that's gonna back it up five yards to the to the seven. So it'll make it first and goal from the seven now. Same formation, that big Bearcat formation, two tight ends. And this time, hard snap count draws Mortimer Jordan offsides. We get the five yards back. Well, actually, we'll just get half the distance. So we'll only get three and a half. So they'll back us up five for jumping offsides, but we'll only get three and a half going that way. <laughs> it's going to put it the at old the one step forward, two steps back. <laughs> exactly right. It's going to put it at the three and a half. Yeah. The four and a half. So first and goal from the four and a half now. Same formation, two tights, three running backs. Here's Sessions going left. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Coleman. And just, they had three running backs in a line behind Gaines that time. He gave it to Sessions. Kind of the same play we ran on the other end down here. He just went to the left side on this end, went to the right side down there, and nobody even touched him. Sessions on a four-yard touchdown run for the Bearcats. Gives the Cats a lead as Garrett Mobley comes on to attempt the point after. Buchanan to hold. Snap is good. Place is down. Kick is up. And it's good. 444 left in the first half. Coleman leads it 14-7. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanAppliancerepair.com. Anytime you're ready. Live. 95.95. Coleman's Independent Radio. Let me check it out. Welcome back to Jimmy Trotter Stadium here on the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School. The Coleman Bearcats have just taken a 14-7 lead over the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. As John David Ellaby kicks off. It's a short kick. Think the Cats were trying to catch him off guard, Daniel, and didn't. Yeah, he didn't kick it far enough. They were going to try to do a little 10-yard Maybe onside kick, have one of our guys catch it at about 10 yards, and he just mishit the football, and it didn't go but four yards until it rolled the last two. And it's going to be first down Jordan from the 47. So he was about three yards shy of getting to the 10 yards it has to go. So the Bearcats go up 
by seven, 14 to seven, trying to steal another possession from Mortimer Jordan. And didn't kick it far enough, as Daniel said. So now Mortimer Jordan's in business inside Coleman territory to start their drive with 444 left here in the first half. Twins right, one receiver left, four-man front for the Bearcats. They give it to Gaines. Coleman's chasing him in the background. Jackson Bentley's chasing him all through the backfield, and he finally gets some help in there from Cameron Myers. And they knock Gaines down about the 42-yard line. He gained about five. Jordan going quick now. Already back at the line of scrimmage. Ball is snapped. Ames looking left. Fires complete out here to Williams. Williams is going to be knocked out of bounds by Clemens. It'll be good enough for an animaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down though for Mortimer Jordan. Yeah, that's a that's a quick play. I mean, they ran, like you said, they ran uh, gains to this side, picked up five yards. They got right back to the line of scrimmage and. Ames took the snap and just threw it out here to Williams. And he would, took five, he was four, four steps and they turned around and caught it. And that's five yards every time. First and ten for the Blue Devils now. Tight set. Receivers, everybody in tight. Ames to throw. Looking left. Fires. Incomplete. Low intended for Deontay Williams. Clemens out there in coverage for the Bearcats along with Myers. Yeah, that looked like a, Three and two pitch, a low fastball inside trying to strike somebody out. He had some heat on that one. He was just a little off with the pass. Had a receiver open too. He just threw it low and away. So a second and ten now from the 35 for the Blue Devils. Second down and ten. Here's Ames to throw, rolling to his right side. Across the middle, it's complete to Williams, 10-15, and down to the three-yard line. That'll be first and goal for Mortimer Jordan and an Anamaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down. And touchdown saving tackle by Cameron Myers that time for the Bearcats, but Williams just ran a post route, and they rolled Ames out to the right, and he just put it on him on the money in stride. That's a good-looking pass. First and goal for Mortimer Jordan. Here's Gaines straight ahead. Patterson hits him at the one, but he's able to keep his legs driving into the end zone for the Blue Devil touchdown. And that's just Gaines straight up off the right side behind the right guard. Big number 62, Ashton Doss. And Gaines just kept his legs moving and wasn't stopping until he got on into the to the Blue Devil's end zone. So Mortimer Jordan answers the Coleman touchdown with a quick one of their own. A 47-yard drive, 43-yard drive. Extra point is up and good. We're tied at 14 with 327 left to go in the first half. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Founded in 1887, Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their legacy checking account, available to those 50-plus military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year, along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the legacy checking account, or visit www www.colemansavingsbank.com for more information. Coleman Savings Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 
95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. From Jimmy Trotter Stadium on the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School, the Coleman Bearcats and the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils on the game of the week on Friday Night Live. Kickoff taken by Buchanan at the 5. Back to the 10. 15, 20, and oh my goodness, hit hard at the 20-yard line. Joseph Hall, senior linebacker, 5'8", 160, came crashing in there and got Buchanan right at the 21-yard line. So, the Cats will have to go 79 yards in 3 minutes, 20 seconds. Coleman will get the ball to start the second half, yes. too. So how nice would it be for the Cats to make a drive here and score and get it to begin the second half? Here's Gaines. Pass out on the flat to Buchanan. Buchanan slips out of bounds at the 23-yard line. Coming up at the half, we'll check the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. We'll get scores from around Coleman County and around the region. That's all coming up here in about 3 minutes and 15 seconds of clock time as we check the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard coming up here at the half. Yeah, that play just gained 2 yards as Buchanan stepped out of bounds. Second down at 8 for the Cats now from their own 23. Pistol formation. Turner straight ahead. 30 and across the 30 to the 31 yard line. And they they mark it right there. That's going to be, yes, that is. That's going to be. It's an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down. We're spreading them out a little bit. And then when we hit Turner, like I said, he hits the line going full speed. And he hit it that time wide open. And it looks like he stumbled and picked up eight yards that time as he was trying to keep his feet. First and ten, Coleman from their own 31-yard line. One with Jordan showing blitz. Here they come. Turner, he's hit the backfield. It's almost like they knew what was coming at him as Gavin Freese was right there in the backfield to make the stop on Turner. And Turner a little slow to get up. Okay, he's staying in. Got up a little slow that time, but like you said, it looked like they knew exactly what was coming. They blitzed right in the hole we were trying to run into, and he just knocked him down in the backfield, lost three or two, lost two yards that time. Second and 12 here. Second and 12 for Coleman from their own 29-yard line. Two minutes left to go first half. Gaines looking left. He's in trouble. Flushes further out to the left. Now he's going to have to run to where to go. He's going to go down right at the line of scrimmage. Everybody covered downfield. Daniel, nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. And that, again, was number 46. Gavin Freeze come up made the sack on Gaines. That's going to be third and looks like about 14 now with a minute 44 clock ticking. If I was Coleman, I'd probably just... Well, run this one down as far as I can, then run my third down play. Third down and 13 from the 28. Cats going backwards on this possession. Trying to use up as much clock as they can and not give Mortimer Jordan any more time. Here's Turner again, straight ahead, nowhere to go. They collapsed on him that time. Big Brandon Payne at 5'10", 240, crashed in there and hit LJ at the line of scrimmage. Nothing doing. It'll be fourth down and 11 for the Bearcats after the timeout. Clock has stopped. A minute 16 left to go first half. We're tied at 14 here from Jimmy Trotter Stadium here on the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School. 
Yeah, Mr. Trotter was the principal at Mortimer Jordan years ago when I did football games around North Jefferson County back in the early 90s. We'd do Corner, we'd do Warrior, we'd do Hayden, we'd do Mortimer Jordan, we would do uh, Hewitt Trustful, we'd do some Homewood games. Uh-huh. Got to know Mr. Trotter very well, glad to see his name here on the stadium at Mortimer Jordan High School. Also, another connection, Miss Elaine Fuller whose son, Jay Fuller, owns Coleman Community Radio, is a graduate of Mortimer Jordan High School. Oh, okay, didn't know that. And I know she's probably listening tonight because she loves her Bearcat football. <laughs> so, Miss Elaine, hello to you. Thank you for listening. I hope we're doing a good job of painting the picture of Bearcat football for you tonight here on uh, your favorite radio station. Of course, I don't know, though. Her favorite station might be the oldies, the 50s and the 60s. It's still but the she same listens station, to this one for football. You're still right. Still the same station, yep. just a different, different app. Or no, a different channel. There we go. Fourth and 11 for the Bearcats now. And Dews is going to drop back in punt formation. He'll hit this one about the 20. Good high spiral. Is going to hit at the Mortimer Jordan 35. Uh Be picked up there by Maldonado, though. He's to the 40. And is going to run out of bounds at the 41-yard line. He acted like he was going to let it fall, (laughs) then he picked it up at the last second. There is a flag back at the 39-yard line and another one up at the 43. Yeah, I'll have to sort these out, but Harrison Gunter's pointing toward Mortimer Jordan as if he thinks it's against them. Anybody that, that knows football or has played football or even watched football games, you see a punt or a kickoff or something hit, you'll see it rolling on the grass. And it'll take one, two, three. Then that third bounce, it seems like it pops Kicks straight up. up. Well, that's what Maldonado was doing. He was watching it bounce one, two, three. And when it popped up, he, he made a, a sprint and caught it in the air. Good job by the Bearcats just to grab a hold of him before he hit the sideline. That's going to be a blindside block against Mortimer Jordan. And they're going to mark that one from, it looked like, the 40. So that's going to put the ball down on the 25. So a 15-yard penalty against the Blue Devils for a blindside block. So that'll back Mortimer Jordan up to their own 25-yard line. A minute four left to go here in the first half. We're tied at 14. The Bearcats will get the ball back to begin the second half. Here's Mortimer Jordan now. Trips right, one receiver left. Ames looking right. Fires out there incomplete. Trying to hit Aaron Lynn out in the flat. Pass falls incomplete. Yeah, that was a little, what we used to call a tree combination. They had three receivers on the far side. The inside man went deep. The next man closest to the sideline goes medium. And then that time, uh, Aaron Lynn was running about a 10-yard out. So it's deep, middle, and out. And the quarterback tries to pick which one. The defense is not playing as close to, and that time he just couldn't connect with Lynn. It's second down and 10 for Mortimer Jordan now. Same formation, trips right, one receiver left. Ames is going to keep it. Turns the right corner, gets to the outside, slips through one Bearcat, but cannot get away from Tyler Brock up at the 38-yard line. It is an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down, though, from Garrett Ames. It'll be first and 10, Mortimer Jordan at their own 35. 40 seconds left to go first half. Ames to throw under pressure from Coleman. Fires across the middle, incomplete. Intended out there for Maldonado. Good coverage out there. I think he heard footsteps from either Sessions (laughs) or Tyler Brock because they were waiting to unload on him. I agree with you on that. They were both playing a zone coverage, and as Maldonado come into their zone, 
<laughs> they were bearing down on him, and he kind of, what they call alligator arm, that one kind of reached his arms out to catch it, but didn't really fully extend, and went right through his hands. 38 seconds left to go, first half. Second and 10 for the Blue Devils. They'll flip the formation, put trips to the near side, one receiver to the far as they work right to left. Screen pass to Maldonado. Looking for blockers, gets a few, punches it out to the 43-yard line. And he got up, motioning first down, and it's not a first down, so Mortimer Jordan's going to have to call a timeout, but if you're going to get up and showboat and holler first down, be sure you have a sure first down because right? he's about two yards shy. <laughs> Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our Internet connection for the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network and Coleman County Sports Network as well. That's what we're on tonight, the Coleman County Sports Network. Cyber Broadband provides our high-speed internet signal so that we can bring the games back to you in crystal clear digital quality. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. Cyber Broadband providing high-speed internet to rural Coleman County, downtown and the industrial park since 2004. Coming up at the half, we'll take you down to the field for the sounds of the Coleman High School Bearcat Marching Band. And we'll check scores on the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. We'll check scores from around Coleman County and around the region. All that's coming up here momentarily at the half. 22.7 seconds left. And they're at their own 48-yard line. So 52 yards to go here for the Blue Devils if they want to try to put something on the board before the half. Third and two, as Daniel said, from their own 42. Trips right, one receiver left. Ames in trouble. He's going to run. Flushed out of the pocket. Now throws at the last second. Complete to Maldonado. He slips out of bounds at the Coleman 43-yard line. That'll be an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet first down. That's a good-looking job by the quarterback, Ames, that time. He took the snap, rolled to the right, didn't see anybody, bought a little time, and then ended up finding Maldonado for about a 20-yard gain. Good-looking job by Ames. 15 seconds left to go here first half, tied at 14. Mortimer Jordan trying to put some points on the board here before the end of the first half. Here's first and 10. Bunch set of trips to the near side. Ames looking the near side. Now he's flushed out of the pocket. He is going to run, gets to the 40, and is stopped there by Ben Conway. Conway and Jackson Bentley on the stop there for the Bearcats. Quick snap and a spike just to stop the clock there from Mortimer Jordan with one second left. He barely got that ball yep. caught and spiked. I would have thought he would have run up under, under the center, center. and yep. take the snap and bounce it, but they did the shotgun snap. But either way, he caught it, threw it into the ground to kill the clock with one second left, and now they're going to line up for a Hail Mary, and Coleman's got four defenders standing on the goal line. They'll be five wide, three to the right, two to the bottom for Ames. He drops back. From the 50, he's under pressure. Ames is running it now. To the 30. And Codway's going to knock him down at the 26-yard line. That'll be the end of the first half. After one half of play, we're tied at 14 between Coleman and Mortimer Jordan. Halftime is next here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95.
Hey, Sheriff Matt Gentry here. Hey, on behalf of the Coleman County Sheriff's Office, and we look forward to seeing everybody at the ball field. We pray God's blessings on each and every one of y'all. Hey, when you're coming to and from the ball field, stay safe. Don't be distracted in driving. Make sure if you go somewhere afterwards, don't drink and drive, but have a great season and take care. God bless. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Alabama. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? Welcome back to Jimmy Trotter Stadium on the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School in Kimberly, Alabama. It is Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95 WRJM LP Coleman. I'm Tommy Warhurst. It is halftime between the Coleman Bearcats and the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. We're tied at 14, and now we take you down to the field for the sounds of your Coleman High School Bearcat Marching Band. Under the direction of Director of Bands Christopher Smith and Director Doug Toysha. The drum major is Reese Sheffield. This year's performance is entitled Tonos de Rojo, which means Shades of Red. Ladies and gentlemen, the Coleman High School Marching Band.
the sounds of the Coleman High School Bearcat Marching Band in this year's halftime performance, Tonos de Rojo, which means shades of red. It is halftime here on the Coleman County Sports Network, our game of the week on Friday Night Live, Coleman and Mortimer Jordan. We are tied at 14. When we come back, we'll check the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. We'll get scores from around Coleman County and the region when we come back here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging, Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, equal housing lender, member FDIC. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Coleman's Live 95. I've ever listened to. It's great. Live. 95.5.5.5. Welcome back to Jimmy Trotter Stadium here in Kimberly, Alabama on the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School for the Coleman County Sports Network's Friday Night Live, Season 10 of Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. It all started back in the fall of 2014 when myself and Jason Coretti did a high school football game of the week around the county. That stayed there for a couple of years. 
And then I stepped aside, let Dylan Deemard come in, take over Friday Night Live, and I went to Coleman High School to do public address announcing after the passing of Larry Moore. And then now we've come full circle back 10 years later. We now do four high school football games every week here from the Coleman Community Radio family of stations. Tonight, we've got Coleman and Mortimer Jordan here on the big stick at 95.5 FM. On Channel 2 tonight is Addison and Good Hope. And on Channel 3 tonight is Lawrence County and Hansfield. We typically have four games. We've got run crew down this week with sickness. So best of luck to you, uh, Don, that you'll get defending better. And Fairview was off tonight, so we didn't have a game there from Christopher Greer and his crew tonight. Normally four games every Friday night here on the Coleman Community Radio family of stations. We rotate a game of the week to be on the FM each and every week. That's what we've got here tonight between Coleman and Mortimer Jordan. Let's take a quick check of the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. With over 30 years of experience, you can trust Odin's Auto Glass to repair or replace your auto glass with safety in mind. Odin's now offers ADAS recalibration, so you can count on them to get you safe on the way home. Odin's Auto Glass, 256-734-2800, Highway 31 in Coleman. Let's take a quick check on the scoreboard. Right now at the half, Hansville leads Lawrence County 14 to 7. Fort Payne leads Arab 21 to 7. At the half, Addison 14, Good Hope 8. Aniana and Springville tied at 14. Muscle Shoals leads James Clemens 28 to 14. They come to James Shable Stadium in three weeks to take on these Bearcats. Scottsboro leads Priceville 28 to 7. Deschler leads Cobbard County 28 14. Oxford leading Hartzell 7 to nothing in the third. West Point leading Douglas 14 to 6. And trying to find one more. That's all I can round up there. I thought we had one more. Looking for a score from Athens. We'll keep trying to find an Athens score there. Those scores on the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. With over 30 years of experience, you can trust Odin's Auto Glass to repair or replace your auto glass with safety in mind. Odin's now offers ADAS recalibrations. You can count on them to keep you safe all the way home. Odin's Auto Glass, 256-734-2800, Highway 31 North in Coleman. We'll welcome Daniel back in in a moment, get his thoughts on the first half, and look ahead to the second half. Bearcats get the ball to start the second half, and we come back here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning... Their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for 
beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256-727-6550. Or budgetblinds.com slash call Coleman Electric Cooperative's mission is to make life better in the communities we serve. That starts by providing reliable, affordable electricity, while our Sprout Fiber Internet service delivers blazing fast broadband internet to homes, schools, and businesses. Coleman Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of student-athletes, cheerleaders, and band members who work hard every day to make their families and community proud. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections. Brighter future. HS Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices, up to 75% off. HS Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, HS Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and ARAB. A proud veteran and family owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at HS Appliance repair or by phone 256-735-4184 256-735-4184 H&S Appliance Outlet a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio Welcome back to James Trotter Stadium here on the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School it is Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Daniel, your thoughts on the first half? Well, it was pretty much the Jackson Sessions and Terrence Gaines show. Mortimer Jordan off the interception on Coleman's first possession. Took the ball to the two-yard line on the interception, and then it was Terrence Gaines carried it in. They kicked off. Coleman got it at the 20, drove 80 yards, and it was the Jackson Sessions. About 12 yards touchdown run that tied it up 7-all. Both teams punted back and forth a couple of times. And then once again, Terrence Gaines for the Blue Devils carried it in for his second touchdown of the night. And then right before the half, Coleman was able to drive it right back down. And once again, Jackson Session for the Bearcats carried it in his second touchdown of the night. And here we are right where we started, 14-14. to Coleman Community Radio, powered by Coleman's Live 95, is building your new favorite radio stations. We know you love 95.5 FM here where we are tonight, but we've got three more stations for you that we stream at live95coleman.com, and they're on the Coleman's Live 95.5 app. If you like 80s music like I do, you will love the Boombox. It is our all-80s channel on the app on Channel 2. Daniel's favorite station is the Edge. The Edge is all the alternative hits from the 90s and 2000s. That's on Channel 3. And then we have the Golden Oldies of the 50s and the 60s there on the Jukebox. That is Channel 4 on the stream and on the app. But also we're doing something a little different this year. We're making a lot of our talk shows and sports programming available in podcast form. The easiest way to access our feed is to go to our website at live95coleman.com and go to On Demand. 
You'll see links there to subscribe to your favorite podcast platforms all right there. And then coming up tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, I'll be on television going beyond the scoreboard on Coleman Television Channel 25. It is Spectrum Cable Channel 16 if you have Spectrum. If you don't have those, you can watch it on social media on the WCQT-TV Facebook page and the All About Coleman Facebook page. That's all on tomorrow morning, 9 to 10, on Beyond the Scoreboard as we go back and take a deeper look at high school football tonight. And then tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock, I'll be back on television again. Got a face for radio, but I'm on TV. Go figure. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I'll be back on TV. <laughs> I'll be back on TV tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock as we cover the Coleman County Fair Parade. As it comes through downtown, if you can't get out and make the parade, we'll have that for you as well on Coleman Television. Everything that goes on in Coleman is on Coleman Television. It's Channel 25 on the digital antennas. It is Spectrum Cable 16. You can also watch it too, as I mentioned, on the WCQT-TV Facebook page or the all about Coleman Facebook page. One more quick check of the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard with over 30 years of experience. You can trust Odin's Auto Glass to repair or replace your auto glass with safety in mind. Odin's now offers ADAS recalibration so you can count on them to keep you safe all the way home. Odin's Auto Glass, 256-734-2800, Highway 31 North in Coleman. At the half, Hansville leads Lawrence County 14-7. to At the half, Fort Payne 21, Arab 7. Addison leads Good Hope 14-8. Aniana and Springville tied at 14. Scottsboro leads Priceville 28-7. Muscle Shoals leads James Clemens 28-14. Oxford leads Hartzell 7-0. Glencoe leads Holly Pond 20 to nothing. Cold Springs up on Shoals Christian, 31 to nothing. Hayden leads Asheville, 16 to 6. And those scores from around the region and around Coleman County tonight on the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. The second half is next. Bearcats get the football to start the second half when we come back here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As the leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage. Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages, they're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference too with Josh Phillips at M. Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips. Of 
Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256 256- how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. That's number 338-177. Welcome back to the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Tied at 14 after one half a play between the Coleman Bearcats and the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. It'll be Bearcat football to start the second half. Daniel, we saw a lot of the ground game in the first half, feeding L.J. Turner. You think we'll see a lot of that here in the second? I think we're good. they're going to have to. I mean, he keeps the defense honest, and the more you keep pounding him up the inside and off right and left tackle, the more people they're going to have to put in the box. And when they do that, that's going to leave the downfield pass to Ogstad wide open. He's been open a couple of times, just hadn't got the ball to him. But, yeah, I think they're going to have to continue pounding it with LJ and then see what the defense gives them and try to open it up here in the second half. As I mentioned, the Bearcats will get the football to begin the second half. They'll be working from left to right as you listen. Jonah Bird set to kick off for the Blue Devils. Sessions and Hausler back to receive. Somebody found an aluminum garbage can down there somewhere. Here's Sessions from the 10. 15, 20, 25. Check that. That's Buchanan all the way back out to the 33-yard line is Wyatt Buchanan, so pretty good field position there for the Bearcats to start the second half. And he caught that kick on about the six-yard line, and I guess it looked like they were what we used to call middle wedge. Everybody tries to set up what looks like a wedge in the middle, blocked from the outside in, and he got a pretty good lane, brought it out to the 32. That's great field position. So it'll be first and 10 for the Bearcats now from their own 32-yard line. Just underway, third quarter, tied at 14. Twins to the near side as they work left to right. One receiver across the way. Pistol formation with Gaines and Sessions. Here's Sessions. Nowhere to go. Trying to go right up the middle. And not much doing there on the inside. He wanted to go back in there behind Big Aiden Stewart. But Mortimer Jordan shot through there and made the stop in the backfield. First one back there. Again, last week's player of the week, Baker Armstrong. Baker Armstrong also got some help from number 19, Brandon Payne, another senior linebacker who was down there on Sessions' ankle as soon as he got the ball. So second down and nine. Three-man front for Mortimer Jordan now. Three down linemen, four backers in there. As we have three wide receivers. Two to the right, one to the left. Gains to throw. Looking left for Ogstad. Passes short. Falls incomplete. 
Once again, Oxstad's running about a 10 or 12 yard out route. And that ball looks like it was going to maybe a five or six yard out route. He's about four yards short on that pass. And that's the second time, same, same play tonight. Little miscommunication perhaps between Ogstad and Gaines. So here's third down and nine for Coleman. Three man front again for Mortimer Jordan. Two receivers right, one left, split backs. Gaines rolls to his right side, pressure, throws out to Gay in the flat. Penalty flag for roughing the passer, but Gay's got the pass into Jordan territory. 40, and all the way down to the 36-yard line is Preston Gay. That'll be an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet first down. Yes, and that was a little screen pass. So what, what normally happens on the screen play, the offensive lineman let the defensive lineman come on through, and they go out to set up the screen. And that time, as Gaines delivered the ball, Brandon Payne from Mortimer Jordan hit him, and he hit him way late. Easy call for the referee. But the play got to Gay on the outside. He had some great blocking out there. He took it all the way down to where the 37 of Mortimer Jordan, and the flag will be roughing the passer, and that play will be declined. So it'll be a huge first down. No, wait a minute. Yeah, personal foul, roughing the passer against Mortimer Jordan, then a block in the back against Coleman. Those penalties will so offset. So we redo the and down. We'll redo we the missed down. the block in the back penalty. Yeah. Okay, got you now. Didn't see that. Didn't even see where that flag was thrown. So we'll redo third down and nine from the 33-yard line. Twins either side for Coleman. Sessions. Back there with Gaines. Gaines, a high floater down the left side. Going to be intercepted by Mortimer Jordan. Ogstab was over there, but that one was a high floater and stayed up there a long time like a wounded duck. Yes. And it was picked off out there by Caleb Gosha. Yeah, once again, him and Ogstab got to be on different pages because Ogstab was about the hash, and it looked like he was staying on the hash, and that ball was to the sideline outside of the numbers, and like you said, it almost looked like a punt. Yep. I mean, he threw it up high, and... Number 20, Caleb Gosher for Mortimer Jordan could have called a fair catch because he was just standing there waiting on yeah. it to come down to him. So an interception in the first half by Gaines led to a two-yard touchdown for Mortimer Jordan. This time they'll have to go about 60 yards as they'll start on their own 40 after the interception that time's by Gosha. Ames going to go right to the air. Boom. And he finds his gains. On the other side for an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet, first down at the Bearcat 40. And I want to talk about, I mean, good football is good football. That was a beautiful pass from Ames that time as his running back, Gaines, come out of the backfield and went up the sidelines, and he put some touch on that ball. Gaines never had to slow down, look back, or anything. The ball was right on him. First and 10 for the Blue Devils now from the Bearcat 40. They'll go to Gaines on the ground this time. He'll punch it forward down to about the 38-yard line. And good play that time by the Bearcat defender, Reed Bradbury. He was in the backfield. Soon as soon as Gaines got the ball, he was all over him, hanging on to him for dear life, and he only picked up a couple. Great play by the defensive end that time for the Bearcats. Number five, Reed Bradbury. Just underway, third quarter, tied at 14 between the Bearcats. And the Blue Devils here on Coleman's Live 95's Friday Night Live Game of the Week. 
Here's second down and eight for Morton with Jordan. Inside the gains again. Dragon Bearcats with him down to about the 33. There's a flag, though, back up at the 39-yard line. We'll check the marker. And that one come from the back judge, which 99.9% of the time, flag from the back judge is going to be holding. And that is exactly what the call is. It'll be against the Blue Devils. They'll mark that one off from the 39. So that'll put it on... Well, they're going to mark it from the 38, so that'll put it on the 48. It's going to bring up second and 20. Second and 18. Okay. Second down at 18 for Mortimer Jordan. The ball back out on their own 48-yard line. They were on the Bearcat 40. Here's second down at 18. Two receivers left, one right. They now shift gains from the backfield to the slot. That's where Ames is looking. Fires to him on a quick slant route. Gaines makes the catch. It gets down to the Coleman 35-yard line. Well, for he's corralled there by the Bearcats, Jackson Bentley. And, yeah, they shifted Gaines out of the backfield, put him in the slot on the right side, and he just ran a quick little slant pass. And Ames was able to put it on him quick, and he picks up 10 quick yards. Going to be third and five now for the Blue Devils at the 35. Third and five, as Daniel said, for the Coleman 35-yard line. Nine minutes left to go, third quarter, tied at 14. Ames, under pressure, fires quickly across the middle. This one is caught by Maldonado. Maldonado to the 25-20, still scrambling all the way down to the 15-yard line before Cameron Myers can get his paws on him and drag him down to the turf. That's another Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down. And here they're already up on the ball fixing to snap it. They do. Go straight ahead to Gaines. He lowers his head and gets down to the 10. And the previous play, Ames made a great job stepping up in the pocket, buying himself some time, and that just created... Enough time for Maldonado, who was running what they call a drag route, about eight yards past the line of scrimmage, come from the right side all the way to the left side, and Ames hit him on about this hash, and he was able to break a couple of tackles and pick up the the first down, and as soon as he did, you saw the whole Mortimer Jordan team rush into the line of scrimmage. They snapped the ball, turned around, and handed it to Gaines, and he picks up about three or four. Clock is rolling. Eight minutes left to go, third quarter. We're tied at 14, but Jordan's knocking on the Bearcat, then door. Pass out in the flat for Maldonado, and he just dropped it. Yep. He was looking where he was fixing to run before he secured the catch. He was going on a flare route to the right side. He probably had some room on that side, but you got to catch and secure the football first, and he looked back at it and then turned his head to see where he was going to go. Never secured the football. It's going to be incomplete pass. going to bring up third and six now, third and seven. Ball is resting on the Bearcat 11-yard line. We're tied at 14 with eight minutes left to go here in the third. Beautiful late September night here in Kimberly, Alabama. Glad you're with us here on the Coleman County Sports Network. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Here's third and eight. Ames fires incomplete. Good coverage from Myers. They were trying to hit a quick slant in there. Two gains and good coverage in there by Myers. Yeah, nowhere to go. The ball had a little heat on it, too. Kind of hot, so it's going to bring up fourth down. <clears throat> it looks like Mortimer Jordan's going to send the field goal unit out. 
and hadn't had time tonight, but just thought about it a while ago. But, you know, Mortimer Jordan is also my daughter Jade's alma yep. mater. Yes. She graduated in 2016, went on to get her nursing degree at Wallace State Community College, and she is now a registered nurse at the Callahan Eye Center. Just wanted to say hey to you, Jade. I love you. Bird on for the field goal. From 28 yards, it is up and good. So now Mortimer Jordan has a three-point lead, 17-14, with 7.51 left to go here in the third quarter. Back in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? at Jimmy Trotter Stadium in Kimberly, Alabama, the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School, Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95, Bearcats and Blue Devils. And the kickoff goes into the end zone. So Coleman will bring you back out to the 20. Daniel, another turnover by Coleman leads to points for Mortimer Jordan. That's 10 tonight on turnovers. Yes, it was. It was a little longer drive that time for the Blue Devils as they had to go 60 yards. But once again, a turnover on an interception from Gaines leads to points for the Blue Devils. That time the Bearcat defense stiffened up when we got inside the 20 and made them kick the field goal. But it still results in three points and they're ahead of us 17 to 14 now. We got the ball at the 20 with 7.51 left in the third period. The last time a kickoff went into the end zone and the Bearcats had it at their own 20, they went 80 yards and scored. We'll see what's in store for them on this drive. First and 10 from their own 20 now. Working left to right as you listen. Sessions in the backfield replacing Turner. And Sessions punches this out to about the 23. I've seen Turner on the sideline over there trying to stretch out. He got up slowly yeah. right before the end of the first half on a carry. And it's been all Sessions so far here tonight in the second half. Sessions will now go to the side to get a breather. Rex Chandler will come into backfield. Twins left, one receiver right for Coleman. Gaines in the pistol with Chandler. Chandler on the carry. Lowers his head across the 25. They'll give him the 25, but he goes backwards. After that, they'll give him forward progress of about a yard. Yeah, the line judge on this side and the far side both walked up, put their foot on the 25-yard line. So like you said, they'll give him forward progress. There's still going to be third and five here for the Bearcats. On a big third down, we need to we need to do something here. If we don't, if nothing else, keep the ball a little bit longer yeah. and give our defense a chance to rest. Third and five for Coleman from their own 25-yard line. Four-man front from Mortimer Jordan. Four backers in there. Buchanan goes in motion from right to left. Play action. Gains to Holland. He makes the catch up at the 38-yard line. What a great pitch and catch from Gaines to Holland. That's good enough for an animaker. Mitch Smith Chevrolet first down. Yeah, Holland come from 
about the tight end spot right off the right tackle. And he just ran what we call a drag route. Goes about six yards deep and just drags all the way across the field. Gaines put it on him. He was able to pick up the first down. And they got their eyes moving when they brought Buchanan in motion that way. Got the defensive back and the linebacker's eyes watching him. And Holland was able to slip in underneath him. Nick Holland, a good target there at 6'4", 215. It's first and 10 Coleman now from their own 38-yard line. Six minutes left to go, third quarter. Baltimore Jordan leads us 17-14. Sessions on the left side trying to find somewhere to go. There's nowhere to go as knifing through there was Caden Todorov for the stop. And once again, it looked like he knew exactly what the play was before the play was even ran. As soon as the ball was snapped, he just shot off the right side and was in the backfield as soon as Sessions could get his hands on the football. Play loses a yard. It's second down and 11. You can tell sometimes when folks have watched plays on film and yep. they know from formations and situations what's coming. Yep. Todorov knew what was coming right there. Second and 11 for Coleman now. Play action. It's going to be an option to Sessions. 40, 45 across midfield. Sessions into Blue Devil territory at the 40-yard line. What an impressive carry from Jackson Sessions. That'll be an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet drive for a first down. And that's the first time I've noticed the Bearcats run the option tonight. That time Gaines took it, went to the right side, and the defensive end collapsed on him. He held it like you're supposed to till the last minute, pitched it out to Sessions. He got a great block out here by number 19 Holland, and also by number 32 Buchanan, and that sprung him to the inside. You were talking about the play where Tadorf made the tackle a while ago. It's kids watching film and they can watch this huddle film at home or yep. anywhere they're at, you know. Technology has really changed the game. They can watch it on their phones anywhere. Here's Gaines, left side. Finally connects with Ogstad in the flat for a nine-yard carry down to the 31-yard line. Yeah, finally got those two on the same page. Ogstad ran a stop, I mean, ran a stop and Gaines put it on him. Picks up eight yards, like you said. That's the first time tonight we've seen them two connect. They've kind of been off. Second and about two here. From the 32-yard line of Mortimer Jordan are the Cats. Still a 3-4 defense for Mortimer Jordan. Bearcats have two receivers to either side. Sessions in the backfield, standing to the right of Gaines. Long snap count from Gaines. Now he's ready. It's going to be a screen pass to Gay. Gets a couple of blocks and is going to be slung out of bounds right about the 29-yard line. That'll be good enough, though, for an Anamaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet first down. That was just a good, good play by Preston Gay that time. He caught it on the wide receiver screen coming to the inside, and it didn't have much there. Didn't have too many guys out there blocking for him, so he was able to break a couple of tackles and just use his speed to get back to the outside and pick up that first down. That's a great play by, by Gay. It is first and 10 for Coleman from the Mortimer Jordan 30-yard line. Twins right and left. Four-man front now for Mortimer Jordan. Gaines looking left. Same throw to Oxtad again. Oxtad breaks a tackle, spins <laughs> at the 20, and dives down to the 17-yard line. That's another Adam Aker, Mid-Smith, Chevrolet first down for Coleman. And once again, he connected with Oxtad, and we've talked about he's missed him earlier tonight. But these last two passes have been on the money, and what a weapon Oxtad is. Big kid, when he breaks a tackle and leans forward, he's going to pick up four yards if he just falls down because he's so tall. Coming in, what, 6'4", 175 pounds? They put some more height in there at wide receiver with 6'2", 
J.C. Ellerby. He'll be the wing to the right side. Bearcats working left to right as you listen. Play action to Sessions. Ogstad again on the pitch and catch. This one's incomplete. Went to the well one too many times, I think. Yeah, it did. That time it looked like the defender for Jordan. That's Dante Williams read that play, and he was all up underneath Ogstad when he stretched his hands out to try to catch that ball. He was already in in his gut, so miscommunication there once again on that that pair. Second down and 10 for Coleman now from the Mortimer Jordan 19-yard line. Jordan leads Coleman 17-14, 2.52. Left to go here in the third. Buchanan will slip in motion from right to left. Straight ahead to Sessions. He dives down to about the 12-yard line. That's just a lead play off the right side to bring Buchanan in motion. And he jumps to the right. It's going to be third and about five, four. Play gained six yards. It'll be third down and four. They'll send Chandler back in in the backfield. Sessions is in there as well. Ellerby will be the wing to the far side. Third down and four. From the Mortimer Jordan 13-yard line for Coleman. Long snap count, penalty flag. Somebody moved because the play clock was still on about two seconds. Somebody moved in there. It is going to be false yep. start against the Bearcats. Yep, and that'll change the play call here. Was going to be was third and four. Going to be third and nine now from about the 18. Third and nine for Coleman. From the Mortimer Jordan 18-yard line. Fans in the band here from the Blue Devils trying to urge on their defense. Twins either side for the Bearcats. Sessions in the backfield. Ogstad diving catch at the 7-yard line. It is complete for an Adamaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet. First down. It'll be first and goal for the Bearcats. And that time Ogstad just ran about an 8-yard curl. Come back to the inside, and the thing I like about that session is put it on him, and he didn't stop till he met up with the football. You always come back to the ball. Here's the uh -oh. power, power Bearcat formation, and again from under center, Gaines tripped, and he's falling down to the turf trying to hand the ball over to Sessions. It falls on the ground, and Mortimer Jordan recovers it. Wow. That's At the seven-yard line going in. That's a huge play, and that's the second time tonight we've seen when Gaines gets up under center, and when he comes out with the football, he trips over somebody. Somebody gets their legs tangled up with him, and he's falling down trying to hand the ball off. That time he wasn't able to get it nowhere even close to Sessions, and the ball hits the turf, and the Blue Devils come up with it. That's a huge stop for them. Yep, big stop for the Blue Devil defense and another costly turnover for the Bearcats. Two interceptions have led to 10 points for Mortimer Jordan. Let's see if the Bearcat defense can hold them here. It's first and 10 Jordan from their own 10. They go to their gains and he punches it out to about the 15 yard line. Yeah, he just ran a little lead play off the right side, picked up about three yards. And they're going to looks like they're going to <laughs> run a slow offense here down on their own end of the field. They just want to run some clock. They usually, they've been going fast part most of the night and here they are taking this 10 seconds left on the game clock. 
play clock. Second down and seven for the Blue Devils from their own 15. Ames hit as he throws. This one tumbles end over end, falls incomplete. Wow, he's lucky that pass wasn't intercepted. He didn't get to get much on it. As you said, he was hit from behind as he let the ball go and didn't even have a spiral going end over end. Three Bearcats in the area. I guess they were further away than what it looked like from here, but easy pass to pick off. Cameron Myers was close to it, but he had his back to the quarterback following his receiver. Or he might could have made a play on the ball. Here's third down and seven for Mortimer Jordan for their own 15. Four wide receivers. Ames out in the flat, broken up out there by the Bearcats. Great defensive play on the outside by Chance Hausler, breaking up that one. Great job getting his hands in there in between the receiver. Was able to deflect it off of his hands, off of the receiver. And it looks like we've got a Blue Devil, which was the receiver, down on the far side. Looks like it might just be a cramp. They've got his leg up, stretching his hamstring. Hopefully he'll be okay, but it's going to bring up fourth down and six from the 15-yard line for the Blue Devils. Bearcat defense needed a big stop, and so far they have delivered after the fumble. Injured Blue Devil is Dante Williams, 5'10", 160-pound wide receiver. He's coming off under his own power, though. Good to see that from Williams. It is fourth down and seven from the 15. Garrett Ames will drop back in punt formation for the Blue Devils. Buchanan stands right at midfield, right in that MJ logo. High snap. Ames has to go up to get it. Bearcats almost block it, but he gets away a beauty. A high kick. (laughs) Fair catch called for right at the 50-yard line by Buchanan. Yeah, he had to hurry. It only took about a step and a half. But like you said, he got off a high punt and was able to get it to midfield. So great punt from the Blue Devils. But now the Bearcats need to make something happen. We had a turnover last time on about the 10 or 11-yard line. So we got to got to put something together here. A 70-yard drive on the last possession for the Bearcats ended in the fumble. We'll see where this one goes. Still no L.J. Turner. It's Jackson Sessions in the backfield now. Two receivers left. Buchanan right. He'll go in motion left. This will be Sessions off the left side. Leaping for about three down to the Mortimer Jordan 46-yard line. Yeah, they put Buchanan in motion, and he followed him off the left side. Thought he was going to have the corner, and one of the Blue Devils couldn't tell. Looks like it was number 15, Caden Todorov. Closed the gap quick, went at Sessions' feet, and he tried to hurdle over the top of him. Wasn't able to make it. Did pick up two yards, though. And I believe the Bearcats are going to be content to let the third quarter come to an end. After three, Mortimer Jordan leads Coleman 17-14. Back with the fourth quarter in a moment on the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. 
For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Welcome back to the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst, alongside my brother Daniel. Fourth quarter, just about set to get underway here from Jimmy Trotter Stadium in Kimberly, Alabama, the campus of Mortimer Jordan High School. A huge crowd on hand tonight for the home crowd, and a great crowd across the way, too, for the Bearcats. Those of you that couldn't make it, we're glad you're listening to us tonight here on Coleman's Live 95. Whether you're listening locally at 95.5 FM or whether you're on the stream or on our app, we're glad to have you along tonight. It's second down and eight for Coleman. From the Mortimer Jordan 47-yard line, Bearcats working right to left as you listen here in the fourth quarter. Pistol formation with gains and sessions. Penalty flag in the backfield. Pass is complete to Holland. Holland rambles his way down to the 29-yard line, but there's a flag back near the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's hardly ever good when they're at the line of scrimmage. It's either going to be offsides. I don't think anybody moved, but we'll wait on the wait on the referee here to get the call. Great looking play though by the Bearcats as they get that ball to Holland. Ball start is the call against Coleman. Thought that looked like Bobby Bowden down there on the field as the head referee. I put the binoculars on him on a moment ago. It is. Bobby Bowden? Yeah, from Coleman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> head coach for the no. Florida State. That was no, not that Ranked one. in the top three for 15 straight years. That Bobby Bowden? <laughs> okay. <laughs> After the penalty, it'll be second down and 13. From the 48-yard line. What's he doing in Fort <laughs> Jordan calling football enjoying retirement. <laughs> Two receivers either side. Gaines to throw across the middle. Complete to Ogstad at the 37-yard line. That's an animaker. Mitch Smith Chevrolet first down. I mean, that's a good-looking pass. Good-looking catch by Ogstad. He went... <laughs> Past the first down marker, then he made his cut to the inside, caught the ball, got tackled, but he had the first down. I always get upset when you see wide receivers of second and ten, and they run eight yards and turn around and catch it and get tackled when they could have just went two more yards and got the first down. Great job by number 88, Oxstad, that time to get past the sticks and then come back to the ball. Here's first and ten for Coleman from the Mortimer Jordan 38-yard line. Twins to the right, one receiver left. Low snap, Gaines has to gather back in. It's a screen pass to Gay, set up perfectly. Gay to the 35 and slips out of bounds at the 30. Give him eight yards on the pitch and catch from Gaines to Gay. And that's about the third time they've run that little wide receiver screen to Gay. The wide receiver comes back to the inside, gets a couple of linemen coming out to the outside, and they ran that. To the short side of the field, he didn't have much room to break back in, but still picked up big yards. 
Second down and four for Coleman now. From the Mortimer Jordan 31-yard line. Mortimer Jordan leads 17-14 with 11 minutes left to go in this one. Low snap to Gaines. He gathers it in. Good protection. Loads. Fires across the middle. High. Almost picked off down there by Young. He had another one float on him that was trying to go to Buchanan, and Young just couldn't call that one in, Daniel. Yes, and it... It's lucky. Bearcats are lucky he didn't get that one. He he saw it. It was coming right to him, and he actually kind of slipped when he was going to take a step forward, lost his footing, couldn't get up there to it. But like you said, Buchanan was open across the middle, and that one just kind of sailed on Gaines. Hansville now leads Lawrence County 20-14. to Addison leads Good Hope 14-11. to Those scores on the Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard. Third down and five. Sessions. Hit after a yard carry. Nowhere to go. He's going to be ridden down to the turf by big Joseph Brown for Mortimer Jordan. They'll give him progress of a yard. And now, Daniel, it's going to be fourth down and three for the Bearcats from the 30. Yeah, I don't know what kind of leg the Bearcats field goal kicker has. From there, it would be a... 37, 47-yard field goal, so I think they're probably going to end up going for this one right here with 10.32 left in the fourth quarter. Injured player down on the field. We'll take a moment and step aside. Back in a moment here on the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear-cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging. Back on the Coleman County Sports Network, Friday Night Live on Coleman's Live 95. Brandon Payne, the injured Mortimer Jordan Blue Devil, ended up going off on his own power. Here's fourth down and three for Coleman. From the Mortimer Jordan 30-yard line. Gaines in the pistol. Going to roll to his right side. Back across the middle, complete to Holland at the 20. Holland fumbles the football, but I think the Bearcats fall back on it. They do. Boy, Wyatt Buchanan was in the right place at the right time at the 11-yard line. Is again, almost a costly turnover for the Bearcats. This one does not happen, thankfully, and it ends up being an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet first down. Yeah, that was a great play call. They, re- they rolled Gaines out to the right side, and they brought Holland from his left tight end spot all the way across the field. He was able to put it on him. He makes the catch and got the ball stripped from behind by one of the Blue Devils, and like you said, Rolled right to Buchanan that time. So here's first and ten from the 15 for Coleman. Penalty flags on the play. Sessions hit in the backfield. Nothing doing there. A shooting through there again that time was Baker Armstrong. Yeah, Coleman had five men in the backfield. We had four running backs and the receiver on the far side wasn't on the line of scrimmage. I was, I saw that in my head and I was thinking, hey, that's, that's an easy call when you got four backs and this guy stepped off the line. Another injured player on the field for Mortimer Jordan will step aside. Mortimer Jordan leads Coleman 17-14, 9.36 left to play. Back in a moment. 
Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Purchase Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, equal housing lender, member FDIC. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Joseph Brown, the injured Mortimer Jordan Blue Devil, ends up walking off on his own power. Five-yard penalty against Coleman makes it first and 15 now. From the Mortimer Jordan 21-yard line. Gaines. Pump fake. Now he's going to run it straight up the middle. But he's caught after only about a yard gain. Trying to slip that one up the middle. But he couldn't fool Jonah Carroll. Yeah, it looked like a straight quarterback keeper the whole way. And like you said, he did a little pump fake and tried to slip right behind his center. But wasn't number wasn't fooling going that time. And only picks up, I don't even think they gave him a yard. Still looks like it's second and 15 here for the Bearcats. Second down and 15 from the 20. Gaines. Going to roll to his right side. Screen pass set up there to Holland. Holland gets a block, lowers his head, and gets down to the 13-yard line. And they had it set up. Screen to the tight end on the left side. He had two guys out there for him. Big number 77, Wyatt Tilking. And number 61, Miles Smith. He picks up about eight yards, but still going to bring up third and about seven here. Third down and seven for Coleman from the Blue Devil 13-yard line. Mortimer Jordan leads it by three, 17-14. We've got eight minutes, ten seconds left to play. Mortimer Jordan band and fans trying to make all the noise they can to disrupt this Bearcat offense. Twins either side. And uh, the referee threw his flag saying it was the lay of game, but I saw Coach Stiff run to the side judge and get the timeout before the flag was thrown, so they are going to wave off the flag and it'll be timeout Bearcats. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our internet connection for the Coleman County Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. Cyber Broadband, providing high-speed internet to rural Coleman County, most of downtown, and the industrial park. Since 2004, they're the ones who get us our high-speed internet signal so that we can bring Friday Night Live back to you in crystal clear digital quality. 
tomorrow morning and catch all the scores in high school football around Coleman County on Beyond the Scoreboard with myself. We'll be on Coleman Television. That's Channel 25 on the digital antennas. It is Spectrum Channel 16, or you can watch it anytime on the WCQT TV and the All About Coleman Facebook pages. That's Beyond the Scoreboard tomorrow morning at 9 on Coleman Television. Third down and seven from the 13-yard line for Coleman. Sessions stands to the right of Gaines. He's going to slip in the flat. Gaines looking in the left flat. It is complete to Oxted trying to break tackles at the five and does down to the four-yard line. Oxted once again, a little three, three-step curl. Comes back to the inside. Gaines put it on him, and he broke a couple of tackles and... Was real close to getting that one in the end zone. He stepped, looked like he, they thought he stepped out of bounds, but he didn't, and he kind of jumped over a guy, and they grabbed his feet. But here we are, first and goal from the four now. Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet, first down for the Cats. Here's that heavy Bearcat package, and again, as soon as Jackson Sessions touches the football, folks, he's hammered back there in the backfield by Weston Tossie. And there's three running backs behind the quarterback. Quarterback is under center. There's three of them lined up behind him, Daniel. And as soon as he took the handoffs, Tossie was on it. They know what's coming. They're keying on Sessions. Play action to Sessions this time. Gaines rolls in the flat. Nobody's open. He's going to run it. Gets down to the three. Dives forward and out of bounds about the two-yard line. Yeah, that time we tried to catch him with a little play action out of that formation. With the three running backs behind Sessions, and he just turns a corner, sprints to the right, stuck the ball out far as he could, and they're going to mark him. It's at the two, maybe just inside the two-yard line. Third down and goal from the two. Bearcats still in that heavy Bearcat formation. Toss it to the right this time to Sessions. And he dives forward. Is he in? He's in. Touchdown, Coleman. And just a little toss to the right. Looked like Sessions bobbled it a little bit when he caught it in the backfield. But he was able to tuck it, secure it, and get to the two. And he just lowered his head and dove into the end zone. And that's his third touchdown of the night tonight. Boy, that Mortimer Jordan defense knows when it's in goal line or short yardage and they come in there in that Bearcat offense they're going to be keying on Sessions but that time he gets another touchdown Mobley's point after is up and good with 6.43 left no it's no good he missed that one so with 6.43 left to play the lead for Coleman is now 3 rather than be 4 with the point after the lead is 3 at 20 to 17 I thought that was a given right down the middle. (laughs) Yeah, he missed it off to the left. So this one is shaping up to be a fantastic finish. Last year saw the Bearcats win 26-24. This one's shaping up to be a good one as well. 6.43 left to play. Coleman leads it 20-7. With the Bearcats score 20 points or more, they're 162 and 28. So the chances are in our favor. We got 643 left to go and we got to stop a Mortimer Jordan electric offense. LRB set the kickoff for the Bearcats. Gaines and Maldonado back to receive. 
for the Blue Devils. It's a high pooch kick. Going to be taken at the 29-yard line by Sean Taylor. And he'll squirt forward up to about the 32-yard line. Yeah, one of those little pooch kicks. He kicks it high on about the numbers. And I don't, I don't remember Mortimer Jordan hurting us on kickoffs all night tonight. I wonder why that call was made. But either way, they'll have it first down at 32. Six minutes, 37 seconds left to go in this one. The Bearcats have a 20-17 to 17 lead. Bearcats riding a two-game winning streak, trying to stretch it to three. As they head into the game next Friday night at home at Oliver Woodard Stadium against Athens. Huge region game for the Cats next week. Here's Ames on the left side. Complete to Gaines. He scrambles up to midfield and slips out of bounds. That's an Adamaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet drive for a first down for Mortimer Jordan. Yeah, that looked too easy. Gaines is the running back. He goes and lines up outside the left tackle. The far receiver runs a go route. And he runs about a little five yard out. Nobody even out there close to him when he caught that ball. First and ten for Mortimer Jordan. Ball right at midfield. Right on that MJ logo. Twins either side. Now they'll shift games back in the backfield by Ames. He'll take the handoff straight ahead. He's got a hole and down to the 43-yard line before Cameron Myers finally corrals him. He had green grass ahead of him. Had it not been for Myers, he'd have had some more running room. Yeah, he cut that to the inside right off the left tackle and got to the middle of the field. And then, like you said, Myers grabbed a hold of him, made him go back to the outside and probably saved the touchdown. Because, like you said, there was nobody on this side to nothing but green grass between him and that blue blue devils in the end zone. Second down and three for Mortimer Jordan now. From the Bearcat 43-yard line. Ames wants to throw. Bearcats are pressuring him. He's flushed out of the pocket, rolls to the left side, and is going to be pushed out of bounds right about the 40. But he does get the Adamaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet first down. Yeah, great job by Ames that time. Pressure come to him. He's flushed out. He doesn't hesitate. He just takes off. Are they going to mark him short? Looks like they are going to mark him short of the first oh, wow. down. Oh, wow. They're going to mark him two yards short. I thought he had the first down easily. Yeah, he ran straight towards the, you know, towards the marker. And like you said, from here, it looked like he went out of bounds past the marker. But, yeah, they marked him at least two yards shy. The first down marker's at... The Bearcat 40, and the ball's laying on the 42. Third down and two for the Blue Devils. So it's third down and two for Mortimer Jordan from the Bearcat 42-yard line. They go to Gaines. He lowers his head and gets down to the 39. That will be good enough for the Animaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet first down. Yeah, just a lead play off the left side that time. They go to their workhorse, Gaines. He picks up three, and they're in business now at the 39. Five minutes and ten seconds on the clock, counting down. It is first and ten, Mortimer Jordan. At the Bearcat 39-yard line, just under five minutes left to play in this one. Bearcats hanging on to a three-point lead, 20-17. to 17. Bearcats have had two interceptions tonight that led to ten points. For the Blue Devils. On first down, they go to Terrence Gaines. He's, he's hit in there by Jackson Bentley at first, and then it gets some help in there from Harrison Gunner. And there's no gain on that play. They 
Got him at the line of scrimmage. Was able to spin and tackle him at the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be second nine here. Second down and nine for the Blue Devils. From the Bearcat 38-yard line. Clock rolling now. Approaching four minutes left to go in this one. Bearcats with the lead, 20-17. to 17. Ames going to turn and hand it to Gaines. Going straight ahead. He's hit at the line. Scrimmage by Carson Starnes. Spins and gets down to about the 34-yard line. Give him about two on the carry. It'll bring up third down and long. Third, four, five. Yeah, it's a big third down right here for the Bearcat defense. That time they got some hats on Gaines as soon as he got to the line of scrimmage and was able to bring him down, like you said, for maybe only a two-yard game. Big third down here. Third down and five for Mortimer Jordan from the Bearcat 34-yard line. Four-man Bearcat front. And whistles before the snap. Ball start against Mortimer Jordan. Uh, that's going to make it third and third and ten here. That's a huge play for this Bearcat defense. Third and five and third and ten is a huge difference. They'll back them up to the 39-yard line. And as Daniel said, it'll be third down and ten. Third down and ten for Mortimer Jordan from the Coleman 39-yard line. Three minutes, 14 seconds. Left to play. Coleman has a three-point lead, 20-17. to 17. Aims to throw. Under pressure. Fires down the right side, though. It is incomplete. He was trying to go to Maldonado. Sessions was out there on the coverage, along with Brock for the Bearcats. And Maldonado was running like a deep out route. And the ball looked to me like it was a little short. He was trying to come back to it with everything he had, even dove and couldn't get to it. But they had two receivers. One was on the numbers and the other one was on the hash. Both of them kind of running towards the same area. Fourth down and it's third down. I thought that was third down. After the penalty, it was third and five. And then they backed him up, so it was second down and ten. So now it'll be third down and ten. Okay. It was second and five on the penalty. There's a flag on and the far a side flag of the field. On the far side of the field. They're calling holding against the Bearcats. Didn't see that flag. Nope. But that is a... going to result in an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet first down for Mortimer Jordan. Yep. Holding on an eligible receiver. Automatic first down. So they've got it now to 29. Three minutes on the clock. First and 10. Three minutes to go, as Daniel said. Coleman leads 20-17. to 17. Mortimer Jordan has it. First and 10 at the Coleman 29. Ames. Play action to Gaines. Looking deep in the end zone. He's in trouble. Bearcats are chasing him. He has to throw this one away. And it is incomplete on the sideline. Diving back to try to make a catch was Sean Taylor. Hard to see him down there right on that Mortimer Jordan sideline. But they say the pass is incomplete. Yeah, it looked like Ames was just trying to get rid of that one rather than take what would have been about a 20-yard sack because he had rolled all the way out out of the pocket on this side, and he was just trying to get rid of it somewhere close to a receiver. He was outside of the pocket. It's going to bring up second and 10 now for the Blue Devils. Two minutes and 53 seconds left to play in this one. Coleman has a three-point lead, 20-17. to 17. 
Jordan's driving, though. They've got it at the Bearcat 29-yard line. Ames across the middle, diving for the pass is Maldonado, but it is incomplete. And so that'll bring up third down and ten now for Mortimer Jordan. And Maldonado running a crossing route. From this side on the numbers, he gets to about the 10-yard line. He goes straight across the field, and that looked like another fastball from Ames. I yep. mean, he threw that one with some velocity, and it, the pass was off just like the one I talked about earlier. It was a little low and inside, but it had some heat on it. Maldonado was open across there. But as Daniel said, pass just a little bit too hard and low. Here's third down and 10 for the Bearcat 29. Four-man front from the Cats in there. Four receivers for Mortimer Jordan. We're coming after him. He fires complete to Maldonado at the 15-yard line. I thought they could have got a holding call out there on Patterson. And there's the late flag right here on the sideline. Don't know what this was going to be on, but it's a late flag right here from the side judge after Maldonado was run out of bounds. We'll sort the penalty out on the sideline. It results in an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet first down. Maybe just a sideline warning. No? We'll see. They're marking off a penalty against the Coleman Bearcats. Yep. I didn't see the call from the official. He crossed his arms in front of his chest. Don't know what that one is. Honestly, have no idea. I will find out, though. Makes it first down and goal for Mortimer Jordan from the Coleman six-yard line. Two minutes, 39 seconds left to play. Coleman leads it 20-17. to 17. Here's Gaines up the middle into the end zone. Touchdown, Blue Devils. Once again, number five, Terrence Gaines. That's his third touchdown of the night. Gaines makes it a three-point lead for the Blue Devils. Told you it was going to be a fantastic finish. Last year was 26-24. This one's shaping up to be a dandy as well. Okay, and the arms crossed across your chest is a delay of game, and that would have been on the defense. So don't know what the Bearcat defender did. He might have got the football and throw the football off to the side or done something, but it was delay of game, and that's on the defense. Something having to do with the football or somehow you delay the game, that was the penalty. The point after is good, and with 2.35 left to play, Mortimer Jordan leads Coleman 24-20. to Back in a moment. Live at 95.5. I think it's great, man. Coleman's Live 95. Beautiful. Well, Daniel, when you're a young kid and you dream about your chance in a ball game, you're thinking about 2.35 left, you're down by four, you want to score the winning touchdown. Exactly right. This is what you dropped in the backyard with your brother when you say, yeah. two minutes left, we're down by four, we got to score right here. It's what you do. Bird kicks off for Mortimer Jordan. 
It's going to be taken by the Bearcats at the 11-yard line. It's Hausler. 10. 15 out to the 20. Ball's on the turf. Bodies are diving for it. Flags all over the place. Yeah, we'll have to sort all this out. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a hold against the Bearcats. That was kind of obvious on the numbers. Didn't get the number. But uh, tackled one of the Jordan defenders coming down the field. So they'll call that every single time. Holding is the call against Coleman. Flag was thrown at the 22, so that's going to back the ball up to the 12. So 88 yards here. Bearcats want to put six on the board. They cannot settle for a field goal because they're down by four. 24 to 20, Mortimer Jordan with 226 left to play. Gaines. Going to roll right, throw back left to Gay on an inside screen. And he picks up a couple up to the 15-yard line. Yep, that time went to the well one too many times. They've seen that play all night. And when the offensive linemen just kind of push them and then roll out, they just stay at home because they know the play's coming right back inside. Second down at eight for the Bearcats now. Two backs in the backfield. Three wide receivers. Holland will go in motion from right to left. Gaines floating to his right. Going to fire out there. For Holland, Holland just lets that one go incomplete because he would have caught it a yard or two behind the line of scrimmage and nowhere to go. Yep, had two defenders out there on him, and like you said, we would have lost two yards if he caught the pass, so he just lets it go out of bounds. Going to bring up third and eight here. Third down and eight for the Bearcats. From their own 14-yard line, they trail Mortimer Jordan by four. It's 24-20 Jordan with a minute 52 left to play. Two receivers either side. Sessions in the backfield with Gaines. And a penalty flag. False start yep. against Coleman's going to back him up five more. Yep, that was on the right side of the line. I saw one of the offensive linemen lean back a little bit too early. So they'll back that one up. Half the distance from the 14. Put the ball at the... They're going to set it down about the 8 or the so 9. That makes it third down and 13 from the 9 for the Bearcats. A minute 50, 50 left to play. Mortimer Jordan leads it 24-20. Low snap to Gaines. He gathers it in. Under pressure. Fires across the middle. It is complete to Ogstad at the 30-yard line. For an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet first down. That was a great throw and catch that time. Oxstad goes up like a basketball player getting a rebound, puts his body between him and the Blue Devil defender, cradles the football and comes down with it. its great catch. Bearcats are snapping it again. Another low snap. Oxstad again in the flat, fighting up to the 36-yard line. Gain of six. Clock is a factor now. 90 seconds left to go. Coleman trails by four. Trying to get down here and get six. On the scoreboard to end this one. We gotta hurry though. Here's Gaines. Looking right, looking right. Fires. Great oh, wow. catch made out there by Buchanan. Buchanan was five yards downfield. The pass was gonna be short. That's how you come back to your quarterback, Daniel, and pick up an Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet first down. Yes, and number one, DeAndre, Deontay Williams, and number 15, 
Caden Tordoff thought they had an interception, and he stepped in front of them and made the catch. Play action to Sessions. Screen pass to Buchanan. Buchanan run out of bounds at midfield. He gains five yards, though, but he gets out of bounds to stop the clock with 56 seconds left to play. Yeah, good job by Buchanan seeing he made the catch, gains five yards, and knew he wasn't going to get anywhere else, and he just turned and went straight out of bounds. That's a smart play. Stop the clock. Second and five for the Bearcats for midfield. They trail Mortimer Jordan by four. 50 seconds left to go. Gains across the middle. Buchanan's there. Pass is incomplete. Good coverage out there from the defense. Jaden Dudley hit Buchanan right about the time the ball hit his hands and jarred it loose. Yes, he did, and Bearcats lucky there weren't any more Blue Devil defenders around that area, because when he hit him, that ball popped straight up and was up in the air for a good two or three seconds. Third down and five now for Coleman. Hogstad has been the go-to guy when the Bearcats had to have a first down. Here's third and five from midfield. Two receivers either side. Gay will go in motion from left to right. Gaines gets it out to Gay in the flat. He's got a first down at the 44-yard line. And Adam Aker, Mitch Smith, Chevrolet first down for Coleman. And Gay, like you said, went in motion from the near side to the far side. The ball was snapped. He just kind of turned and looked back at Gaines, and he put it on him quick before the defender could get up there. He made the catch and stepped out of bounds to stop the clock. Here's first and ten. Coleman now from the Jordan 44-yard line. Twins either side. Gaines, low snap. Ball's rolling around. He regathers it. Looks downfield. Throws incomplete. Right at the feet of Holland. Boy, he avoided disaster there, did Tanner Gaines. Yeah, he did. And that's about the third or fourth snap we've seen this drive that's actually been kind of low and away from Gaines. He does a good job, like you said, getting his composure back, picking up the ball and was able to get rid of it. Don't take a sack. And the incomplete pass stops the clock as well. 38 seconds left to play. It's second down and 10 for the Bearcats from the Mortimer Jordan 44-yard line. Gains across the middle. Complete to Buchanan. He fumbles the football and it's picked up by Mortimer Jordan. Running in the open field are the Blue Devils. Picked up by Caden Tordoff. And that will stop the drive for the Bearcats and seal the win for the Mortimer Jordan Blue Devils. And that'll be the fourth turnover tonight on the Bearcats. Two interceptions, a fumble, and then that was a catch and a fumble. And the only thing that stopped Tordoff from going into the end zone that time was the turf monster. Yep. Come up with another tackle. He's good for a couple of tackles every game, and he'd come up with a tackle there. But now it looks like the Blue Devils are going to be in victory formation. Coach Stiff told me before the game, if they can keep from turning the ball over, they've got a chance to beat this football team. He knew this was a good football team they were playing tonight. And four turnovers... And the Bearcats are going to fall to Mortimer Jordan, 24 to 20. And Coleman's going to take a timeout here with 20.7 seconds left. As Mortimer Jordan just took the snap, kneeled on the ball. Bearcats have all three of them. They can force them to punt. Anything may can happen. True. On the kneel down, they lost a couple of yards. So when we come back, it'll be second down and 12. You can't really turn the ball over, Daniel, four times no. against any team, much less a really good team, yeah. and expect to win. No, you can't turn it over, like you said, against anybody four times and expect to come away with a victory. And like you said, much less against a talented team 
this caliber away. <laughs> Can't do that. Here we go. It's going to be second down and 12. 20.7 seconds on the clock. And Jordan again in the victory formation. They'll snap it to Ames. He'll take a knee. And Coleman will probably call another quick timeout as soon as he hits the ground. Coach Stiff is already talking to the official, and he does. And a penalty flag. Yep. You can't hit the quarterback once he takes a knee and gives himself up. And there's now another two. flag. Yep, there's two penalty flags. They're things, gonna have to get control of things this Things are about to get out of hand. Things are getting chippy with the players on the field. They're gonna have to go. Oh, here's another one. Yep. That may have been a flop. That looked like a flop from an offensive lineman. He was yep. pushed by one of the Coleman Bearcat guys, but yep. he flopped arms back like he's doing a back flop in a pool. Folks, we yep. got three or four flags on the field. And unfortunately, every one of these are going to go against the yeah. Coleman Bearcats. Yeah, and I agree with you. That was a flop by the by the Jordan Blue Devil. But there's no need for anybody to even have touched him. The play was way over. Yeah. You shouldn't even have touched him to allow him to make the flop to draw the flag. So that's another bad decision by the Bearcats. Just some bad emotions. A hard-fought football game on both sides. But you don't need to let one in like this. No. The officials are sorting out all the penalties. And they're writing numbers down. Looks like on pieces of paper, which normally means there's going to be an ejection. I know there's only 15 seconds left, but they still write those numbers down and be a few be a few players ejected, in my opinion. Ames had taken the snap and taken the knee, and Coach Stiff was going to get a timeout and try to force Mortimer Jordan to punt the football. But with these penalties... It's going to give them a first down, yeah. and they'll be likely down near the 20-yard line or so, and they will be able just to run the clock out from there. Coleman will return home next week. In fact, the next four games in a row will be at home for the Coleman Bearcats. They were scheduled to go to Columbia. But in talking to Athletic Director Mark Stevens today, they talked with Columbia. They've agreed to move that game to Coleman as well. So Coleman will have Athens... Next week, Columbia, Muscle Shoals, and Etowah to wound out the season. Okay, the official now, referee's coming over to talk to the head coach of the Blue Devils, probably giving him his options. Hey, you can do this, you can do this. Or he's going to tell him, look, this is going to give you a first down. We're going to call it game over. Yeah, we can do that. They only have two timeouts, blah, 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 whatever. We'll see the call from the referee here. And the officials are dead ball. Delay of game against Coleman. Dead ball. Unsportsmanlike conduct against Coleman. Dead ball. Personal foul against Coleman. So all three penalties against the Bearcats. And like you said, we'll give them a first down. They've, they've walked all the way down. Yep. To the nine-yard line to spot the football down. So I felt like they'd be inside the 20, but they're going to be at the nine. Yeah, and they're just going to take a knee again. And what you do when the quarterback takes a knee, you don't go up and push him. You don't get close to him. You don't rub against him. You don't do anything. You don't even fire off the ball because you know he's giving up. You just stand there and let this game be over and accept the loss. You don't even have to come across the line of scrimmage. It's been a great ball game tonight. We've enjoyed painting the picture for you. Blue Devils and Bearcats. There's one more snap to go here. 
from Jimmy Trotter Stadium in Kimberly. Mortimer Jordan's in the victory formation, and they do take a knee, and that's going to wind the clock down. Mortimer Jordan beats the Coleman Bearcats 24 to 20. What a great game, but Daniel, you go back to the four turnovers. Four turnovers killed us, and for Mortimer Jordan, Terrence Gaines one, two, three touchdowns, and they added a field goal. And for the Coleman Bearcats, number two, Jackson Sessions, three touchdowns. But four turnovers, it's hard to win a ball game with four turnovers, especially on the road. And once again, it's kind of hands down. What a performance by the senior Jackson Sessions. He'll be the Happy Homes Real Estate Player of the Game. So congratulations to you, Jackson Sessions. We've covered three Bearcat games this season. He's picked up the Happy Homes Real Estate Player of the Game, two of those games. Mortimer Jordan knocks off the Coleman Bearcats 24-20 to on Friday Night Live. They're back home next week against Athens. For my brother Daniel, I'm Tommy Warhurst saying so long and thanks for listening to Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network. Friday Night Live is brought to you in part by K&K Logging, Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer of State Farm, Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Automotive Service, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Coleman Appliance Reports. We've covered three Bearcat games this season. He's picked up the Happy Homes Real Estate Player of the Game, two of those games. Mortimer Jordan knocks off the Coleman Bearcats 24-20 to on Friday Night Live. They're back home next week against Athens. For my brother Daniel, I'm Tommy Warhurst saying so long and thanks for listening to Friday Night Live on the Coleman County Sports Network. Friday Night Live is brought to you in part by K&K Logging, Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer of State Farm, Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Automotive Service, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Coleman Appliance Reports. We've covered three Bearcat games this season. He's picked up the happy... Yeah. I, 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 I. Downstairs, gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal. Seeing everything, the time is going, ticking on and on. Everybody's rushing, gotta get down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus, I see my 